Welcome to the Scale Model Podcast. In this podcast, we aim to entertain, inform, and promote the hobby of scale model kit building with interviews, reviews, and news about the hobby. The podcast is available bi-weekly where your favorite podcasts are found, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also get it from our website at scalemodelpodcast.com, where you can find show notes, photo gallery, and so much more. You can also subscribe to get notifications on all our updates, new episodes, and video content. Please support the Scale Model Podcast on Patreon. Patreon supporters enjoy early access to content and exclusive contests. Your Patreon support helps us to offset hosting and other costs to bring the podcast to you. Welcome to episode 120 of the Scale Model Podcast, sponsored by Cult TV Man, Sean's Custom Model Tools, and Return to Kit Form. I'm your host, Stuart Clark, and I am here with only one right now. We have two MIA. Uh, first of all, from the north shore of Lake Erie, coming soon, a new wedding venue spot, possibly. Your friend and mine, Mr. Jeff Island. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, Stuart. Yes, wedding venue. Well, when you have daughters and they have friends and you have a big property, they kind of want to use it for a wedding. Yeah, and you're a good guy, you and your wife. So good for you. Good yep. for you. So yeah, no, you've been uh, you, you've been very busy. You weren't at our uh, club meeting, but you had a most the perfect excuse, namely your wedding anniversary. That's right, forty four so, years. Forty four years, and she hasn't killed you yet. So you must be doing <laughs> something right. But she did have time, just like me, to uh, do some do some kit kit purchases, and we'll talk about that that a little bit later. Um, so Anthony said, wasn't sure if he's going to join us tonight, but we were supposed to, or sorry, Terry wasn't sure, but we were supposed to have Mr. Goodman and I've sent him a text and he's not here. So we can all virtually wag our finger at him. Well, know, we're so. going to have, we're going to have Anthony uh, in one form or another, because we have all these wonderful. That's interviews. right. Yeah. We're going to, we had a pile of interviews. It's our kind of our, our round second roundup with Anthony here, but because he's not here, it's going to be a little bit more challenging. We're just going to have to go right to the interviews in a few minutes. Um, first of all, I also want to thank all our latest Patreon and we now do buy me a coffee. So for those people who can't uh, basically, you know, they, they don't have the ability to do a regular Patreon contribution but still feel like supporting the podcast we now have signed up for the service called buy me a coffee and this is great basically it's like it says you basically go on the site and you can do a one-time uh donation to the podcast so you can buy like one three five ten bucks worth of coffee whatever and uh everything goes just like patreon goes to helping helping pay the hosting fees improving things etc etc um and no no we it doesn't pay for any airfare to nationals or any purchasing of kits no exactly that's reserved for the ipms canada executive i'm just kidding i'm just kidding carrie if you're listening to this i'm just i'm just kidding anyway (laughs) People used to say that that's an old joke because people used to, and I think IPMS USA had this too. They used to get people griping that, oh, you guys are getting paid and they're paying for your trips everywhere. And no, IPMS chapters, it's all volunteer basis. Uh, both Jeff and I can tell you the same thing as we're both involved in organizing our local chapter. We don't, Kate, we don't get paid a single red cent. We do it out of the goodness of our heart. That's what we keep telling ourselves, right, Jeff? Yeah, to some degree, it costs us money, too. So, I mean, well, exactly, exactly. (laughs) But but, you know, there we go. So, as always, uh, feel free to give us some comments or, as I say, you can buy us a coffee. 
Um, and you can leave us a comment at scalemodelpodcast at gmail.com. So first of all, the latest, uh, just today, because we're recording this on the Monday, the 26th of June, uh, Wonderfest, they do have the full list up of the 2023 winners list. And I'm really pleased to see a lot of local modelers from our club was represented there, including yeah. Mr. Goodman, who apparently set a record with the most number of prizes in a single Wonderfest. He said something here. Uh, he got four gold, three silver, two bronze, and two best of best of categories. He got uh, he's pretty sure he got the record for both for most medals. So for that's, that's yeah, that's for several kits. So yeah, we've got several familiar faces there. Um, Bill Webb is there, and uh, a few other uh, you know characters we 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 know. But anyway, the um, Anthony won best best anime. For his VF4 Lightning 3. Um, amazing. So, it's an amazing kit, too. Uh, if you get a chance to take a look at the pictures of his of that build, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. So the full list is there. We will we have put it up in the show notes. They had a total of 1,049 entries this year. You know, when you I know for a small what we consider a small show, just absolutely amazing. Well, it also uh, kind of gives you a clue just how popular this this uh, topic is. Like oh, yeah. One, Wonderfest type uh, kit. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm looking down the list here. I see Aaron Skinner won a bronze for his. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got a few. We got it. Like I said, London's the IPMS London Club is very well re 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 represented. And yeah. like I say, look at all these categories. And I'm sure we're going to see a couple of those at, at the uh, Southwestern Ontario Scale Model Show in September. And you'll be hearing us talking about that more as the day gets, gets closer as well. So, yeah, so that's that's post-Wonderfest. So now we've got, since, you know, you know what's going to happen. He's going to join us after we're, we're, we're done this segment. Uh, Anthony was nice enough to take a recorder down to Wonderfest. And he got a pile of interviews. He interviewed uh, six people. So what I've done is I've tagged them all together. I've uh, stitched them all all together so you can hear them all in sequence. They're like three to 10 minutes each. So uh, we have a brief intro from them. And then we have Tom Grossman. Most of these people have been on the show, too. You'll recognize some of these, uh, you know, suspicious characters. Uh, Tom, Tom Grossman from Tag Team. Paul Badinsky from Paragraphics. Aaron Skinner from Fine Scale Modeler. Jason Eaton. Wally from Fundy Cows and George Salidas from the yeah, show itself. Yeah. yeah. And and we should we should give Tom Gross congratulations because he got married just before the show. And he brought his lovely bride and they wore these t-shirts. I loved it. It said just married, and she wore the shirt that said, No, this is not our honeymoon. <laughs> Fair, fair comment. Fair, fair comment. comment. I think that was wonderful. But they had a really good time as well. I know there's a video thing on our Facebook page where uh, Terry Terry got the gang from Tag Team uh, promoting their stuff and all that. So anyway, here it is right now. Good morning, SMP listeners. I'm here with Terry. We're in Louisville, Kentucky. We're at Wonderfest. Wonderfest 23, 2023. That's right. And here's Terry. Hey. Everybody, we're uh, we're having fun. We're uh, we're recovered from last night mostly. Yep, we've had a great weekend so far. There's been a ton of really cool stuff that we want to shed a little light on and, and tell you all about. There's been an awesome contest room. It's amazing. Record number of entries, uh, well over a thousand entries. That's incredible. Pushing eleven hundred. Yeah, yeah. a lot to judge. It was chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about this weekend has been chaotic, but in the best of ways 
Yep. Uh, it's been a, a, a just a slew of amazing demos and seminars and presentations. Yeah. I've caught a few. Terry's been helping out with a few and, and taking them in as well. Uh, what's any highlights from the, the best seminar you've I mean, seen so far? It's, it's all new stuff essentially. Yeah. And Steve Burns doing a pair of 3d modeling stuff, how to very quickly do stuff in blender. Crazy. I'm, I'm looking at it. Like I already know some of this stuff. Yes. And, um, then uh, of course Paul Havarth doing a safety demo. That was really interesting. That I think was, it's overlooked uh, in in the way modelers talk about the hobby. Yeah, it was very interesting. He's talking about the chemistry, the effects of, of using these different things in our hobby. That was a great seminar. Yeah, it was. It is. Um, and and giving alternatives. Uh, it's like why use this one? You know, why use a chlorinated hydrocarbon when you can use something a lot safer? That sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like everything, the technology is improving and getting better and safer so yeah i mean it's it's just awesome to see how the hobby is is continuing to grow and develop yeah get out into the dealer room um there's a ton of stuff i'm gonna try yeah. to line up some more interviews yep uh, from the dealer room area because Same some of here. these guys you gotta see to believe yep so stay tuned we have a bunch of uh, people we're gonna we're gonna talk to and we're gonna have some uh, snippets and and see what's going on out there so all right stay tuned listeners anthony out terry out it's Anthony here. I got Tom Grossman of Tag Team Hobbies getting interviewed properly because apparently Terry already scooped in, swooped in, scooped me. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Good morning, Anthony. I am absolutely fantastic. You're still standing? Yep. Because this is Sunday morning, folks. Yes, it is. Yeah. How's everything going at the booth? Uh, really well. Excellent. Uh, we got that new paint line. and uh, What's it called? New World's Paints. Why do I love it? Because it's formulated for plastic models. It needs no primer. Sounds awesome. Um, I tested it, so I'm speaking from personal experience. Yes, you are a builder. So I put it down on unwashed bare plastic. Yeah. In 30 minutes, while I live in Colorado, it might take a little longer where you are. After 30 minutes, it would not rub off. Sounds great. I tried it wet sanding, and it feathered off exactly like it's supposed to. Awesome. And when I pulled the Tamiya tape off it, all I got was the tape. Perfect. That's another key ingredient. And another big plus is instead of having a rack full of paints and a rack full of washes, all you need is some New Worlds and their wash medium. Because you can use that to turn any of the colors in the palette into a wash. That's awesome. At an opacity that you choose... Uh, I went down to 60 to 1, and it was great. Maybe a little dark. You could probably do 100 to 1. And then I tested it with a little reducer on a a cotton swab, and you're able to lift it off. But don't scrub too hard because it went through the base coat. It sounds like an awesome paint range, and there's it's been great. so many advances in paint recently. Yes, so, there have. And that, it, it keeps moving forward. Yeah. That sounds awesome. The nice thing about this one um, is Iwata had a line of paints called Comart, which flowed really well, and yep. they're very dense, and there's transparent and opaques, mm-hmm. but it's illustration paint. Uh, that's and a little in different. Order to, yes, and in order to use it, well, you couldn't shoot it on bare plastic. But for weathering and highlighting and things like that, it was great. Mm -hmm. But you had to seal it. Okay. Yeah, with New Worlds, none of that. Okay. Anything we can use to save time in the process is worth looking at. Save time. How are people reacting to it? Because I know you've used it in your demos here at Wonderfest. Yes. You used it in your course. Yes. 
Yeah, they loved it. They thought it was great. We provided it for Iron Modeler last night. Yeah, awesome. They thought it was great. I think it's great. And you'd expect me to say that because I work for the company. Yeah. But I only sell products that I believe in. Yeah. It does You're a modeler at, said it does. at your core. Yeah, that's yep. great. Yep, since I was five. Yep, right that on. That was 63 years ago next month. <laughs> uh, so I... Yeah. Okay, so where, if people want to try it out, point them in the right direction, because it sounds like a cool new thing. Uh, be here today. <laughs> be here today. Okay, if you can't be here today... And you want to try it out? Yeah. Oh. Where can, can they get it at your shop online? Yes. Well, they will be able to once I get caught up because okay. I don't have it up on my retail okay. site, which is... Coming soon. I apologize in advance. It's Coming a neglected soon. dinosaur. <laughs> but drop me an email and I can hook you up. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, that's great. So uh, how, how was the uh, Airbrush 101 course? They filled. Yeah, they filled up. Excellent. Yeah. People are loving it. People are loving it. Now, we'll... I, I, I saw that... Sorry. I saw that the entries in the class actually all got a kit to and they were all completed right well that's how that. we do things uh, we don't have time to build up a whole model and paint it okay. you know airbrushes were all about painting it so I arranged to get the kits and this year we had the new AMT uh, Havoc Marauder from uh, Clone Force 9 okay and so to facilitate the painting we prepped the kits we assembled them to a point and prep the kids for the students okay. so they can walk in and get right down to business. That's amazing. That's it's. That's a very popular course. It's been going as I think for years and years, as, as far back as I can remember. For Wonderfest, you've had the air, airbrush. Let's see, we did four dinosaurs, yeah. and this is episode four of spaceships. So we've there you go, done eight. Yeah, that's terrific. Wow. And this is one of the cool things about coming to Wonderfest is you can really pick up some, get involved in some seminars and get some hands-on tips and, and work with people like Tom who are experienced and in the know. Well, I'm not going to keep you. I can see you're jonesing to get going on the rest of the day. So thank you for uh, taking some time out to talk to sure, me, Anthony. Anthony. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it was great uh, to see you again, too. We're shaking hands warmly at we this are. point. Just envision that. Yeah, Canadian, eh? <laughs> Thanks again, Tom. Thanks again, see Anthony. See you later. We'll see you. Okay. Here we are, SMP. It's Anthony. I'm back with another special guest, friend to the show, Paul Bodenseek of Paragraphics, catching up and seeing what's going on with him. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? Awesome. Are you having great. a great Wonderfest? It's Wonderfest. That I says mean, it that all. pretty much answers the question, right? There. Yes. Excellent. So we want to thank you for coming back on. I know you've been on with Stuart before, and uh, yeah. I haven't had a chance to talk with you, so this is uh, new for me. But what's going on with Paragraphics? What's well, new and exciting? Uh, let's see. Got to see the actual etch and stuff for uh, the Kronos one, which awesome. I designed up for Polar Lights. Excellent. And they've got the um, the big 30-second TIE fighter coming out. And we also did a set for them for that. That goes into production next week when exciting. I get back. So that's cool. Oh, and the Kronos goes into final production. Right on. We... Um, both okayed the, the test shots here at the show. Excellent. So those will be ready hopefully in August and then probably September, hopefully earlier for the TIE Fighter Edge. Oh, that's exciting. So, yeah. I always love all the extra sets that you can take a base kit and add that interest, add that excitement, personalize it. So I, I love the work you're doing. It's very oh, cool. Nice. These are. This is where we get into some really high-level stuff, 
in an easy way. So yeah, I, yeah. It, that's the one that kills me is when you know I first started in the hobby. I got my first set of photo etch with the the Halcyon power loader from Aliens, <laughs> and it was just yes. this little thing. Yeah, and everything you read in fine scale modeler because there was no online in those yep. days but it's like <gasps> photo etch scary Ooh, yeah i'm, I'm being all <sighs> working on it this wasn't hard good but it adds and, a lot it adds yeah. a lot of uh you know very fine scale thickness detail yep. yeah yeah which you just can't get in plastic you can't tool fine enough yeah and so that's half the point of when I do the demos here at Wonderfest. I didn't do it this year. I did one last year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'll just sit there juggling pieces of photo etch and intentionally wing one at the wall. And, <laughs> you know, I'll flatten it, you know, damage it. But you can fix that. Yeah, you can re-flatten them. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's, it, it shouldn't be intimidating. Yeah. So that's, I think people are finally realizing yeah. that. Well, it's like a lot of things. You just got to get past the barrier and try it and then it starts to click in, right? Yep. Now, earlier we were catching up and you were giving me some awesome pointers I didn't know about for applying photo etch. Do you recall telling me about um, cleaning oh. them up? and? Yeah. And um, citric acid okay. used a lot in uh, food additives and stuff. It adds a little extra tang and bite to yeah. food. It's also a really weak, weak acid, mm -hmm. and it's safe to work with, which is great. Yeah. You just make a, a very dilute solution of it in warm water and a, maybe a little bit of dish detergent. Soak your etch in it for five, you know, depending on how, how deep the, um, corro uh, not corrosion, um, tarnish is on yeah. it. And put it in, take it out. Rinse it off, dry it off. That's the most important part is drying dry it, it off quick. Yep. And it looks brandy new. Nice. It gets rid of all your finger oils and all that crud. Yeah. yeah, it's easy to get dirty quick on a bench, right? Oh yeah. Yep. And then you just go about the regular process, super glue, tweezers, and you know, that fine placement. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and the a slow setting super glue is always always <laughs> a nice thing to use. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Now, where can the average modeler get a little pot or jar of uh, or bottle of the citric acid? Um, you can buy it like in Asian supermarkets. Okay. They have a lot there. Um, I'm going to hopefully within the next two months or so start marketing it. Oh, nice. In, you know, little couple ounce uh, containers of the acid already mixed with detergent powder kind of ready to go for model yeah. applications you know here you go take a teaspoon of this yeah a liter of warm water boom you're done i like it that's awesome yeah anything convenient so i can get some more models built is yeah. is worth looking at in my opinion so this humble guy right on yeah. that sounds great yeah photo etch is awesome now you do more than just photo etch kits though right you also do yeah i've branched out into some yeah. 3d work oh nice um you know, interiors especially, because that's yeah. that's where my passion lies. I love control panels and, Ooh. you know, um, cockpits and that kind of thing. Right on. So, like the Aries for the big moon bus, or yeah. not moon bus. Uh, um, oh, the Aries, the, the cockpit for the Aries 1B. Yes. Yep. 
made a complete replacement for that. Nice. Uh, and it's about 98% accurate. Good enough for this guy. Yeah. Right on. Uh, any other uh, kits that come that are popular sellers with your vendors? Um, pretty much everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's stuff that doesn't sell. Yeah. One thing that's weird, I always got the, oh, you know, you should make meshes and all this generic stuff. And it doesn't sell. And it's kind of, it's been covered, right? It's out, like I have meshes from Tamiya, like just general sheets. Yeah. So there's and no they're doing some, the old K&S metals used yes. to have that whole line. You'd go to a hobby shop and there'd be yeah. a four foot long. The display um, rack of yeah, all that. Of, yeah. You know, flip the pages and all of that stuff. Yeah. And they got out of the business of doing that, I think, because it just doesn't sell great. Interesting. It's still available, but you know your market, you know what you want to yeah. work on. So you got to go with those projects, right? Exactly. They're great. So, hey, you like interiors. Did you look inside my Aliens APC? Um, I did not. Well, you're going to have to now. It's on record. Okay. <laughs> now, where is it on the table? It's vehicles. In vehicles. Okay. I put a little... A little driver compartment with a pilot. Yeah. I'm just tooting my own horn here, SMP listeners. It's a gold. Woohoo! <laughs> but uh, okay, so uh, where can people find the fine products of Paragraphics? I know you, you're you have a lot of vendors out there. Yeah. Um, you know, if Steve Iverson at Cult TV Man is great for that kind of stuff, you can also order directly from Paragraphics.biz. Okay. And um, we have most everything in stock. We're finally getting restocked. Our lead times, uh, because of COVID restrictions and all that junk, went from three-week turnaround time. That's their quoted. And I'd often yeah. get stuff within a week. Nice. Um, and now it's up to about three months. Yeah. Well, we can all be patient. We're model yeah. builders. But if we're not patient, we should be building our patience. Exactly. <laughs> right on. Well, that's great. So again, thanks, Paul, for catching up. You're welcome. I, re I really great enjoyed that. Again. Yeah, awesome products. I've definitely had a look at them this weekend. And uh, yeah, check them out and enjoy the rest of Wonderfest. Thanks, nice Paul. Welcome. Thank you. Okay. Hi, SMPers. It's Anthony here again. I've been roving around Wonderfest, talking to all kinds of interesting people. And I have with me a special guest, friend to the show, editor of Fine Scale Magazine, it's Aaron Skinner. Thanks for sitting down with me for a few minutes. How no are you problem. doing? I'm, I'm doing fine. It's been yeah. a great show. Lots Excellent. of fun. Yeah. How's your wonder's best experience been? As always, this is, I love covering this show because it's like the most fun you can have for a weekend at a model show. I think it's right really, the, the people are all here for a good time. The models are fun. There's lots of creativity on display. Vendor room's super dangerous um, for those of us who are into that kind of thing. So yeah, yes. it's just a good time. Excellent, that's great. And you've been—you were telling me earlier about all the entries you've been uh, uh, photographing for the for the the website. Yep, where yep. the primary place they'll be up is the website, uh, finescale.com. Um, yeah, I mean, they set a record for entries, so yeah. there are lots to choose from. Um, we've photographed. 60 odd now they've got another hour or so before we're finished so yeah. we may have more by the time we're done so that's awesome yeah it's it, that contest room is outstanding it's it's hard to take it all in it really is it's it's uh you wander around and you think you've seen everything and then you wander around again and you're like going how did i miss that the first time how did i miss that the first time and it's just um 
it's a little bit, particularly the figure side, because that's not my strong point, is a little bit uh, uh, like overwhelming. Or uh, I'm trying to think of the yeah. right word. It's, it gives you a little sense of humility because it's like I, oh, yeah. I can't. Yeah. These guys are so good at what they do. There's, you know, so many yep. great talented painters out there. And I'm just not quite at that level yet. So. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. You're sort of trying to figure out how are they doing this, right? You know, yeah. like, you know, it's easy to look at sort of a vehicle and okay, I, I, you know, maybe I'm not at that level, but I can see kind of where, right. you know, what the pro the process is of the of the modeler. So yeah, that's great. We talked to a guy earlier. We shot shot one of his models. It was a like a gaming miniature, and. Uh, asked him how long he'd been doing it he said oh a year <laughs> that's and he, great and he won a gold excellent that's so, good, good on know, him yep so you gotta you know that's there's that's the level of talent that we're looking at yeah here, so. and i think it's just it's just never been a better time to be into the hobby of modeling no. right because yeah. you have magazines like fine scale you have resources on youtube you have you can come to wonderfest and see all these seminars and just get kind of a real in-depth view on on how these things are done and, and yeah and and on top of that i mean when you have, when you're breaking new records for entries yeah. at a show like this, yeah, uh, it, it's impossible to say the hobby's, you know, yeah. like on its way out. It's it just keeps going from strength to strength. I mean, yeah. there's so many good kits out there, um, that sort of thing. I mean, round two's announcing a tie bomber finally, and uh, has there never been a tie bomber kit? Nope. Oh not, not in not a actual injection mold of plastic. I think there's been a couple of like oh, resin, resin for sure, but uh, things yeah. like that. But no, not a not a, a plastic tie bomber. That's awesome. Um, you know, there's some other things they have coming out. I'm just I I'm excited to see what what keeps coming and coming and coming. So. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I know what you mean. It's just uh, I'm I'm here and I'm looking at getting into 3D printing. I'm looking to up my vac forming game, which I just sort of started playing with in the last couple of years. And also figure painting demos, right? So right. it's it's a great time to reach out and sort of get outside your comfort zone, get into new areas to, to enhance your modeling. Absolutely. And this is a great place to, to see that and, and figure out how to yeah. expand on things. So. Now, do they let you out of the pen to, to get to any seminars or are you working? Uh, we're, we're pretty much working the entire time. I mean, uh, we, we hit the vendor room before they opened the contest room yesterday and that was about the only yeah. time I've been, other than, you know, in the restroom that's about the only time i've been yeah. out of the contest room so, <laughs> so listeners I, I i got aaron outside in the courtyard you can hear the birds uh, i figure he hasn't seen daylight in, in all weekend it's gonna do him a little favor so uh, appreciate that, that that's awesome so uh what's going on with the magazine any uh interesting I, things happening well the the big news i think uh, and a lot of people may be familiar with this november is build a model month Five yes. modelers build a model month um we encourage people to participate uh, by building something not necessarily in the month of November but for the contest that we run in November yeah um, and then the other the, the real big part of it is getting out and, and showing people how much fun modeling is yeah build a model with somebody who's never built a model could be a kid could be your neighbor could be your grandfather I don't, you know just get out there and, and show them why you spend so much time doing it Give them, yeah. a, give them a taste of how much fun it can be. And this is a great show to do that at, really. Oh, yeah, it's a fun. I, I'm gonna. Ha I'm waiting a little bit, but when my son's a bit older, I think he'd get a real kick out of this, so I'll come back and bring him. Yeah, this is one of the few shows I think my, my wife in particular would love to be at. So yeah. it's, it's just, there's a lot of stuff she'd recognize, there's a lot of stuff. 
it's one of those places where you're seeing subject matter that just about anyone can relate to. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're uh, listeners, we're talking about a lot of movie uh, IPs, a lot of like comic books, um, uh, horror characters, uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, there's always huge topics here. Yeah. And we're starting to see a lot of like the gaming yep. minifigures come in. And I think those people are not necessarily tuned into scale modeling and scale modeling is not tuned into the the gaming community either right it's very similar i've heard people say that you know they their son's a figure painter but he doesn't consider himself a modeler and i'm like going it's modeling they're models yeah Yeah, i mean it's a it's a scale replica of something and you're finishing it regardless of how many parts it may have or or whatever else it's all modeling yeah it's all part of this overarching concept of what modeling is yeah I think we need to break down some of the barriers that separate us as modelers yeah, and, and always, you know, stop, stop chunking us into chunking us into these yeah. uh, genres and saying, you know, you're not doing this, you're not a modeler or whatever. It's all modeling. Yeah. There, there is still some gatekeeping that goes on and, uh, yeah, but that doesn't help anybody or any, no. any particular genre or, no. And it, yeah. it just separates us in a way we don't need to be separated. We should be yeah. all celebrating modeling because it's what brings us together. And it's fun. It's just yeah. fun. Yeah. I, I, I'm getting so juiced up to hit my bench. I am too. <laughs> this weekend will always do that for me. And I'm, yeah. I'm just about finished with a TIE Advance from Bandai. The nice. The Vader TIE Fighter. So I'm looking forward to getting back and finishing that up. Right on. What then, scale? Uh, 70 seconds. Yeah. The Bondi or the fine molds? Bondi. Bond. Okay, yeah. excellent. Yeah, that's, those will be nice kits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. They're, they're, um, they're amazing. Bandai does amazing work and they're nice little Star Trek, Star Wars kits and Star Trek. Uh, right Star on. Wars kits and, uh, you know, I, I will always build a Star Wars kit. It's a good way to get, you know, if you're doing something more complicated, throw one of those together and have some fun. So. Yeah, a little, um, what do you, like a little break. Like kinda, a palate cleanser. Yeah, palate know. cleanser. Yeah, it's a perfect terminology for that. I've got my first uh, piece of real world armor and the, the 95%. Okay. And it's just basically just the figures. And I was going to get a little caught up on them. So I made sure I went to some of the figure modeling seminars. It's, it's the flesh tones, right? Uh, Getting yep. some ideas so I can kind of get past that. But I, I want to have those figures on the base. And then I'll have my first uh, non-science fiction kit. Nice. Uh, Build complete, so yeah. Well, you you went more real world with your APC, the Alien APC, yes. APC a few years ago. So, yeah. yeah, I I got a gold. Um, I mentioned that in every interview. I got a gold for my Aliens APC. Finally recognized. Uh, <laughs> having having built that kit, um, that's yeah. not an easy kit to get together. It was a terrible kit. I, I wondered why I was doing it a lot. <laughs> it's the only way you're going to get one of those. Yes. Big vehicles and and to this day it has never been reissued as far yeah. as I know. There have been sort of um, like uh, garage kit style releases in, in various scales, and I think there's more to come. But there again, you're in you're in the resin. It's going to be limited. It's going to be right. uh, not a mass produced kit. So yeah, I don't know why. You know, you, you never know why they pick the subjects they pick the, the manufacturers but uh we always wait to see what they're doing next yeah <laughs> i wish somebody would pick up that alien license it'd be great oh man i'm sure it will happen it's just a matter of time right, right. but um that's wonderful well okay so let's remind listeners about uh build a model a month yep. or build a model month yes which is november yep give us more info so they can get on board uh Pay attention to the website, finescale.com. We'll have some announcements coming up. We will be running our annual contest for Build a Model Month. Entries will probably be November 1 to November 30th, but mm-hmm. that's 
don't quote me because it's not set in stone yet, but we have more. Um, I guess the other thing that's kind of cool that we're running right now, not mm -hmm. immediately related to build a model up, but I've been neglectful if I've yeah. it, is we have a sweepstakes running right now. Oh, right on. You can win a big old package of like $1,000 worth of model kits. From wow. People like Airfix and so forth. So. Right on. Go do you, Do you know the dates offhand for that? That is June 1 to June 30th. Okay. So, so you can enter now. Perfect. Um, and it's open to everybody in Canada and the United States except Rhode Island and Quebec, I think. So oh my goodness. I don't know why. I know why Rhode Island. I don't know why <laughs> Quebec. But anyway, the, uh, you know, go to uh, findscale.com slash June sweeps for information on how to enter and all that kind of stuff. All right. So. Wonderful. All right. We're, uh, we're about to wrap this okay. up. Thanks so much for your time. It's sure. great to see you again and to, to, and to connect and, yep. and uh, I'll escort you back into your, uh, your okay. dungeon. Thank you. My all dungeon. Right. Their dungeon. <laughs> okay. Thanks again. Thank you, sir. Okay, hi listeners of SMP, it's Anthony here again. I got another amazing special guest and friend of the show. We interviewed Jason Eaton quite a while ago and we're back here again with him. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm having a great weekend. It's awesome. So inspiring. What's your take on Winterfest so far? Uh, this uh, is a banner year. Um, if anybody uh, made this their first Winterfest, oh, wow. <laughs> there's going to be a lot to live up to for the next one. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I've been doing, I've been coming to Wonderfest for so long that I can't literally remember or pinpoint which year it was. It, but we were trying to figure that out last night with a couple of people, you know, everybody trying to remember when their first, you know, yeah. uh, experience happened. And I think I'm like 2011 or 2007, like it's somewhere in the late 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is a big one, of course, because it's the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Yep. So, of course, Star Wars near and dear to your heart. It is. Right? And I know you had a big display today, and, and Tested.com was there. Tell us a little bit about that experience. Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, every year we put on a, a little dog and pony show with uh, six to eight tables. <laughs> uh, I feel very fortunate that every year, yeah. like, uh, you know, they give us this space, and, you know, everybody has a good time. And I try to make it, uh, you know, either uh, – relatable to like this year there was like give it a theme yeah so this year it was the 40th of, of return of the jedi so we had this uh cool participatory thing where you get a death star tower uh casting and you know build it up and and some people did riffs on them and made cool weird ones which i thought was really super gratifying neat uh and then yeah norm showed up and was like hey can we you know talk to you guys and we were all very very flattered yeah that's nice. norm from tested listeners so look him up he does great great interesting videos about yeah. different hobby topics awesome stuff yeah yeah oh that's great so what did what did you have in your display just so we can give people a sort of a frame of reference we had i'll, I'll start with uh the, the marquee piece my friend john sabian made the rebel blockade runner in yep. studio scale mm -hmm. six feet long wow we traveled 10 hours to get here with it it fits somehow <laughs> like it's like a tardis situation <laughs> where we got that and three people and all of our bags and then all the crap i brought into this you know gigantic minivan nice. <clears throat> um so yeah john's john's model i had a studio scale x-wing uh red yep. one uh, I got some good reference on it. Uh, finally, after... and I understand that was a bit of a white whale for you. Absolute white yeah. whale. Yeah, I, it, it went from uh, I only have three pictures of it that really show anything of value, and none on the bottom to more than I ever could have hoped for. Uh, wow! So that I, <laughs> it was like, well, 
I know what I'm building next because this is my baby. Uh, and then I made a Bomar monk, uh, which yep. is that brain in a jar spider thing from Return of the Jedi. Very and, cool. Yeah, Book of Boba Fett. And I understand that you used a, a scan of your own brain yeah, as yeah, the Bomar's yeah. brain. I, I used to work for the NIH, and they calibrated the MRI machine. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and I was like, can you do me? And so, yeah, they, they stuck me in the thing and gave me a file. Uh, and, and literally, that's the other reason I made that model. I was like, well, I got my brain. What could I? Oh! I know what I could do. There's a Star Wars model. That's awesome. How unsurprising. Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of work, I understand that you just did a big career switch. Now you are a professional modeler at large. Yeah. You ditched your day job. So how's that transition been? Yeah. Seamless. (laughs) Pretty weird. (laughs) Um, You know, I worked there for 20 years and quit at the end of January. The whole thing felt like a very natural progression. I didn't have like a seed of, of doubt about it. I have a very loving and supporting wife that, that was awesome. That she, it was almost her idea. Uh, and uh, I, I feel incredibly, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel incredibly lucky. And uh, it's people, you know, when there a couple of people are like, oh, I heard you retired. And I'm like, I am working harder than I ever would have <laughs> if I'd just been sitting at a desk rotting away. Like, oh my God, like, cause I'm my own boss now. And it's like, I'm a tyrant. So it's, it's all, yeah, you rule with an iron fist there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have unlimited PTO, but man, the hours. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give us a snapshot of like, what is your work in life now? What's it um, like? <laughs> So uh, part of the whole like spiel would be I've, I've always done all the the cooking. Uh, I enjoy mm-hmm. it. It's, it's like an extension of creativity for me. Mm-hmm. One day in my 30s, I realized food was like art supplies. And I was like, you idiot. You should have been doing this all the, the whole time. Definitely. Um, so <clears throat> I get up at five o'clock or, you know, by six o'clock because I'm old now and my body's just like time to get up with the roosters. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So I get up. I, you know, start the house. I do, you know, the morning chores, feed the cats and all, you know, empty the dishwasher, all that stuff. And uh, lately I've been uh, spending about an hour just like drinking coffee and petting my cat and getting ready for the day. And then I'm down in the shop for most of the day. Nice. Uh, you know, I break for food. I break uh, to do like maybe vacuum or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I have like a sort of new routine where I'm like on Monday, I'm going to do all the towels and sheets, you know, like in the, <laughs> it, it's very mundane, but it's interspersed with a ton of model making. And it's yeah. great because now, uh, you know, if I want to prime something in the morning, uh, I will know that it's, uh, you know, going to be dry enough by afternoon that I can either, you know, manipulate it and prime it more or then start painting. Yeah. So it sort of has sped up, oh, absolutely has sped up the workflow. Oh, and I will say that like part of that morning routine where I'm drinking my coffee, mm-hmm. uh, I will go down and, and swap out a 3D print if uh, if yep. it finished printing overnight. Yeah. So it's like, all right, cat, you can wait for like five minutes. I just got to go push a button downstairs. You know? So it's like, all workflow. It's all workflow. Yeah. And, and like I'm weird and like I crave ritual and routine. So I definitely have been coalescing into like a – Oh yeah, I'm doing this on this day and this on this day, and it's nice. Yeah, yeah. right on. Yeah. So, can can you give us a um, an idea about what kind of projects you're working? On? I know you've done some work for the Star, like for official Star Wars. Yeah, um, the, making a yeah. model for Lucasfilm was a dream come true. That was awesome. that was the one where I was like, oh, I'm actually getting to do what ILM would have done, kind of sorta, because I was yeah. given production art, and then I have meetings with the story group, and it was really nuts. It was it was yeah. really incredible. Um, as going forward, I think I'm going to build another X-wing because uh, nice. it's like 
you know, potato chips, you can't eat just one. Um, <laughs> but I, I've, I'm revisiting the uh, Ralph McQuarrie Millennium Falcon, like that three foot model. Yeah, that was the, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was in 2017. And I've gotten so much better at 3D that I really kind of want to tweak a couple things and, and build mm-hmm. a new one. Um, so that's probably the big one. There's a lot of unfinished projects that mm-hmm. I want to finish. Like I'm, I'm making, and some of them are almost done. It's like I get to like oh. a point where I'm like, I only have like a couple days left to finish this. And it sits for like a year. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it's oddly. like modeler's ADHD, but it's yeah. just like, I know you'll you'll come back into the, the, the fold at some point. So uh, <laughs> yeah. finishing Blair's saucer from the thing. And that's that weird one that he was building underneath the hut. Uh, it's, you know, it like looks like it's made of the helicopter parts or whatever. That's just a fun model because there's no reference. So you just have to sort of riff. Oh, cool. Yeah. I got to, I got to finish that. There's an, there's an, uh, a TIE fighter that I've decided I want to do Empire Strikes Back style, uh-huh. uh, and extend the wings out a little bit. And because I have, I have a lot of cool shade, uh, for, and that's the material that goes in the wings. It's yeah. really hard to come very, back. Yeah. And I have, very a, I have a, a, enough of it that's kind of damaged that I thought, I'm going to do the, the asteroid hit wing. Like, oh yeah. You know, like that's all right. crumpled. So I'm going to do that, uh, which is going to probably torque someone who's looking for cool shade, you know, oh, well. how dare I, you know, yeah. crunch it all up, but just know that it's already a little messed up anyway. There so, you go. You're safe. No You're in the clear. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Will you be doing more projects for like the Disney star Wars? I, I am or... on call, man. Oh I mean, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, so I mean, it's if, real. Well, if, yeah. if they want something, uh, yeah. you know, I, I just, saw a couple of them a couple weeks ago when I was out in California and uh, you know, we were talking about the future and projects and stuff. So I'm, I'm still in their hearts and minds, so which is Excellent. which yeah. is nice, but you know, like you can wait a while before that kind of stuff happens and I never expect anything. So, yeah. you know, if, if I get the call, I answer the call. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's amazing. Now that the, the official piece that you did was a space station. Yeah. Starlight beacon. And where did that appear? Uh, on the internet, uh, it appeared, well, it's from the high Republic. Um, it's like a series of graphic novels okay. and adult, young adult books or adult books. Um, and, uh, they have something called the high Republic show on the star Wars YouTube channel. And then, okay. uh, it's, it's essentially, I made it, they wanted it for like set dressing. So they'd have like a really nice desktop model. It's like ah, three feet tall. It's kind yes. of big, yeah. um, for, for their, for their set, their stage. And then COVID hit, uh, and it sort of turned into like. The, the, the stage was suddenly in the uh, presenter's garage. You right. know, sort of, yeah. So Working now it's home. back at the Presidio yeah. where they had intended it to be initially. And I completely went over and above and beyond. I added, you know, lights. I tried to make it as close to a filming model as possible. Yeah, it was spectacular. I really thanks, loved thanks, it. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, like, it's, if it's for Star Wars, you know, if it's literally for Star Wars people, you, uh, you why not? Go the distance. Yeah, yeah. and I, I had quoted the timeline of how long I thought it would take uh, sort of keeping in like using the reference in my head of how long it takes me to make something myself. Mm-hmm. And it turns out when you get to make something up, it goes by way faster than if you're like staring at yeah. these 40 year old grainy photos, trying to like figure out what parts they use. It was a blast. That's so, all that. And by that time you're, you're, you have that vernacular of the style in your yeah, head. So you kind of knew how to roll with it, but it's your own creation. It was incredibly gratifying to have like my, by you know, my every two week meeting with them and for Pablo to, to say, you know, you've got the design language down. I, we don't need to, like, 
<laughs> we're we're going to meet with you less often because yeah. uh, you know I trust you now. That's amazing, uh, and that was yeah, that was incredibly cool to hear. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, I want to keep you away from all that Star Wars goodness downstairs. So <laughs> tell the listeners if they want to check out Jason Eaton's work, where are they going to go? JasonEatonStudio.com. All right. So yeah, I know you you have great galleries there of your your yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. And... There's there's a link to my email if you want to harass me. Um, and uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I'm. I think I'm easy to find. I seem to be all over the place. I found uh, you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but jasonheatonstudio.com is my is my website. Wonderful. I probably have a link to my Instagram on there. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I need to update it. I've got like five models to update it. Yeah, oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, listen, it was awesome catching up. Yeah, you, you, thank you. you. We're, we're uh, anxious to see what you're going to do next. So uh, that's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thanks a lot. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you, you too. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch up with you again. Yeah, so, it'll, yeah, it'll be fun. I can't wait to talk again. All right, thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. All right, SMP listeners, it's Anthony again. I'm, I'm in Rome in the hallways, and I found probably the funniest guy at the entire Wonderfest con. That's, that's, that's no pressure. Okay. Right, this is Wally from Fun Deckles. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing, Anthony? I'm, I'm awesome. You having a good time? There's a great vibe here at this show. It is. Year. And I've, I've been coming here for about 20 years. Yeah. And this is actually, I mean, you know, you go to things, you have expectations. And started to wane here for a little bit. My yeah. expectations started to dip a little bit. Well, yeah. not this year. This no, year's this year's great. a banner year, isn't it? This year's great. Yeah. yeah. 1,032 models on the table. It's unbelievable. I mean, that's like a freaking nationals. Yeah. So, listeners, let me tell you, I ran into Wally. We were in, I was in line for something, and this guy starts riding me right away. <laughs> I'm laughing, he's laughing, and it turns out he is the uh, sole proprietor. No. No? I'm half of. Half of the dynamic duo of dynamic fun, duo decals. fun Decals. You make decals. We make decals. Decals? We make decals? Decals? We make decals? Deca- whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in the Decals camp. The Decals camp. Okay, that's right. You're, 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 you're a. Uh, <laughs> You're what we call a snowback. Um, <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, yeah. Tell us about fun decals. What do you What do you make it? Fun decals. We yeah. do we do aftermarket decals for um, aircraft. Nice. Um, and uh, the 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 start the, the start of it starts with uh, a guy named Genix Heilig. Okay. People will know him from um, Liveries Unlimited. Uh, okay. Um, I think I've heard he of that. Does a lot of airliner stuff, or did a lot of airliner yeah. stuff. Um, uh, th- this is this is me talking, not him. A lot of the guys in the airliner circles uh, consider him God. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of gods and, in our and, hobby. And, and, <laughs> and if somebody needs to know something or whatever, they will go yeah, to him. He was the guy. And this is just me observing how they treat him on yeah. their websites and right stuff on. like that. And. Um, um, I met him at the Nationals in Atlanta, I think, in yep. 2005. Right on. And knew him, knew of him, didn't know him. Then I met him, and now I know him. Good. And um, I was, um, I do a lot of research into my own planes. You know, looking at airplanes on the internet, that's my porn. You know? <laughs> okay, and, yeah. And um, somebody once said that of me, and, and they started laughing, and I went, you know, that's not too far from the truth. Yeah. Well, let's you know, make, sort of then make some money off of that. And, I, and I'm a mar- Exactly. Yeah. And so I was driving home one day and I had this information on a certain Spitfire. Well, mm-hmm. I don't too much details. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not going to give this away to anybody anymore. I want to print it myself. So I called him. I know he did decals. And he mm-hmm. said, it's funny you should mention that. I'm getting back into it. And I'm calling it Fun Decals because I want to do this just for fun. It's actually Fun Deckles. And stuff like that. 
Well, exactly. Uh, the, the name the name has a uh, history. It changes. It morphs. <laughs> so I said, look, and I just blurted it out. I said, here's the deal. You design them. You print them. You draw them. Yeah. You get them printed, whatever. I'll do all the shipping. We'll go 50-50. Okay. And all I need is an umlaut over the U, like Farfignugan. Got it. And that's how it became Foondex. Awesome. All right. So what? Okay. What are your topics that are on your popular sheets? Oh yeah. Your subjects around. So 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 it's kind of over the place. We 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 kind of got smart about it after a while and said, oh, to me is coming out with a brand new P thirty eight. Let's do we want to make decals for it? Yes, we do. All right. So we did a a sheet for we have a sheet for the the uh, the F and the G's. Nice. We flew some E's and H's on there because you can get there without too much trouble. Yes. And we had a whole lot of fun doing the research. There's an H kit, apparently. There's an H5 kit, yeah, and they didn't even include the the parts to make an H1. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. like, why? You know, I mean, why I to me? Why? Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. There should be a song. Um, <laughs> okay, what else is on your? Uh, what else are your most popular or most successful? Our most popular sheet of all time, most successful yeah. is NASA T uh-huh. Tom 38s. Okay, um, cool. Interesting story. Driving home in the car from work one day. Talking to him on the phone because I had a 30 minute commute, which for me is a long commute. Yep. Um, and he said, You know, have you ever thought about NASA T38s? I go, Oh, I love NASA T38s. They're purity and yeah. all this kind of stuff. You know, why? Sometimes I have the worm, sometimes I have the swoosh, you know. Yeah. And seven days later, we had a sheet. Well done. Excellent. And four printings. Awesome. So, yeah, that's great. And um, hey, 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 what's um, going on? Now, stuff, this is live, folks. Right, right, right here. We're in the heart of it. We're in the heart of it. So, <laughs> um, uh, so our stuff now is all printed by Cartograph. We've Excellent. A couple of printers and stuff. We started to think that our stuff was really good. Yeah. And we said we only wanted the best to print it, and they are the best. Excellent. That's why our Agreed. prices. That's why our prices are a little hefty. You yeah. Twenty five, thirty. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me interject here. <laughs> you get what you pay for. You're not spending that much to get a decal sheet for your your kit that you spent money on. Yeah. You want things to work out. Buy something good like fun decals. The complaint. The complaint we normally get is, "Damn you! Now I have to buy another P thirty eight." Yeah. Which is a great place to be. <laughs> in, you know, so. And um, early awesome. on, you know, we were going to, you know, of course, we we're going to, our business model was to revolutionize the whole decal industry and take over the world. Of course. And um, so we we're going to do only single sheets and you have to print your instruction sheet from the internet. Okay. Um, the And we thought the printing, you know, you'd have to download it as a PDF file and print it. Okay. And we thought that that would be too hard for people to swallow. Yes. And... The very first day, somebody's like, cool, I just downloaded this. So, okay, well, let me get this straight. So they're printing their own decal sheet or their own instruction placement sheet? Cartograph prints our sheet. Were you not not listening? I'm I'm clarifying for our (laughs) listeners, okay? So you print out your own decal placement instruction sheet. Yeah, the customer does. Okay, all right. That I can deal with. Yeah, but the thing of it is, is because of that, because we're not paying for printing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're not limited. Mm -hmm. We can put whatever we want on those sheets ah okay so the, one of the early we, we did one for uh, um the uh, uh army air corps mosquito f8 which nice. is a uh, uh canadian built bomber seven excellent and um the spook okay and it was seven pages and we went so what nice and then a little bulb went off in our head when we started going to bigger sheets going we can do whatever we want yeah so now our so now our decal placement guys are usually 40 50 
60 oh, wow. pages. Wow, so they're really in-depth. And you get all the four views with it, but you also get every bit of primary source that we go to. Oh, that's awesome. And if we find some groovy stuff like, hey, these are the way the pedo tubes and the the uh, um, uh, insulator wire things were done in the Solomons because they weren't done this way anywhere else on our yeah. Corsair sheet. Mm-hmm. We give you that. Oh, you that's know, cool. Yeah. Stuff. So whatever we get that that, uh, that that we thought was interesting and might be of interest to modelers, we put in Yeah, there. I love that stuff because sometimes I don't know enough about the vehicle, but I do right. want to you know, get that accuracy. And it's helpful if someone's done the research and it's available. <laughs> we've, had a, we've had a few people say that. Accessible. That, we've had people say that, hey, you know, some of that stuff's my favorite book. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> right on. You yeah. Know, Excellent. So, but yeah. Um, that's awesome. So that's how that went. Okay. So can you give us a little hint about upcoming projects? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, um, right on. Just this week, I found out that the new printing for the Finnish BF109s Gs are coming. Okay. And I'm such an idiot. I forget the gentleman's name, but anybody who's interested in that will know the guy's name that's giving us the information he got in touch with jennings and um wanted to uh, right. uh, okay. uh wanted to make I'm sure that we got hold of it nice okay. now there's no four view drawings on this just primary sources of pictures of actual aircraft oh wow and how many kills each one of those airframes got oh wow and it is some really cool stuff that's never been nice. uh, quite accurately done before that's and that's so, great stuff for modelers because it's one thing to see the same right. plane over and over like the, with the box markings, but that gives a, the modeler a chance to really yeah. customize the, the kit, right? Do something a bit different, give it a bit of flair, and, different theater. Yeah, and, and, and I normally gravitate to the stuff that's got some sort of extra little hidden story to it. Cool. Like um, one of the 109s on this sheet, I think got something like 25 kills in 26 combat hours or something ridiculous wow. like that. Wow, yeah, know? that is remarkable. And um, um, there was a, um, one of our Spitfires. We, we, we did a Spitfire because, hey, to me, it was coming out with a Spitfire Mark One. Yep. Um, and then uh, Edward was coming out with a Spitfire Mark One. Yep. And it's kind of those slaps on both sides of your face going, maybe you need to make a Spitfire Mark One sheet. Yeah. You know? So, I, like, I like how you respond to the market needs. <laughs> well, also too, also too, um, 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 you know, I could never be a drug dealer because I would use up all the product, you know, <laughs> yeah. and stuff. So it's like me with my de- uh, with, with the de- I say my decals, they're our decals. Yeah. Um, but I have to have at least an interest. Yeah. You know, and it yeah. takes me there. So we started doing the research on the on the Spitfires and stuff, and we came across this guy named. Delancey Cook, uh-huh. commander of 65 Squadron at the at the Battle of France, and then didn't quite make it into the Battle of Britain. He got shot down and killed on July the 8th. Uh-huh. But he had more of an impact on the actual Battle of Britain than probably any sole person. Wow. And I did not know that. He, why did we, we didn't know it either, but when we yeah. started getting into it, um, he decided that it needed the Spitfire needed a variable pitch prop. They had it, oh, De Havilland had it available. Yeah. He said, put it on my plane. And then he said, hey, I get seven miles per hour faster and I can get to the ceiling quicker and wow. all this kind of stuff. So short story goes up the chain and then um, they say, fine, we need every Spitfire and every Hurricane and every Defiant changed now. Amazing. So in between the Battle of France and the Battle of Britain, all these changes were made. Yeah. And it had a, an immediate outcome to the, to the actual battles in the air. Uh-huh. And Flight Magazine in 1943 did an article addressing just that. So mm-hmm. we dropped it right in the decals, the placement oh, nice. guide and stuff. That's awesome. And we've got his plane yeah. on there. And that might be, again, one of the most, if not the most, 
historically significant Spitfire. Yeah, I was gonna say very and relevant. We had no idea what it was about, but we yeah. saw how cool it was. We're like, it's going on. That's amazing. Okay, so Wally, this is yeah. your this is a, a notable sheet. It's coming out or available. Which one? The, the Spitfire. That's already out. It's out. Okay. It's available. It's right. available in thirty in forty eighth. Yes. And then Qatari says, "Hey, we're doing a thirty second scale sheet." We're like, "Boom!" <laughs> yeah. Dropped it on there. So that was there just basically go. just hit a button and draw it up. Okay. More sheets coming up. Um, uh, you know, of course, door wings. Uh, yes. Ukraine. We want to support them as much as we can. Awesome. So we uh, are that. coming out with the P forty seven. Early uh, so C's and early D's. Yep. So, so much nose art, so much cool stories. Oh, yeah. And you think it's like, well, we've all seen it before. Yeah, but gee, I wish you had the time to look at it as much as we did. Because yeah. It's going to, I think it's fantastic. It might be the best work we've done, as a matter of fact. Excellent. And it's coming out soon. It's yeah. like in the drawing stage. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And Very then cool. we have two sheets of mosquitoes coming out. Okay, nice. Um, hey, this is all hot takes that you're getting right now. Hot drops on, on Scale Model Podcast. Thanks, Wally. Oh, yeah. We love That's this right. stuff. You, you zany kids. You yeah. Know? All right, listen. So, ballers want to get these fun decals, decals. Where are they going to go to get them? Give them, give them the information. You go to fundeckles.net. Yep. Um, buy them directly from us. Yep. Victory Productions. Yeah. The 48ers. Just, we're in talks with Squadron. Excellent. And stuff. Great. Um, and stuff. So there you go. All yeah. right. So check them out. All right. So Wally, I warned you it was going to be short and sweet, right? Just like me. Well, you were short. That was fine. <laughs> you know, All right. Thanks. Like that. I want to thank you hey, for sitting down with me. My fucking pleasure. Yeah. It's okay? been a blast. <laughs> it's been awesome. All right. Thanks a lot, Wally. You enjoy the rest of the weekend. You too, brother. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Welcome back to Anthony uh, at Wonderfest. It is wild and crazy here. It's zany. I'm trying to squeeze in a few more interviews, and I'm very lucky to run into George Salidas. He is head judge of the Wonderfest contest. Uh, also, friend of the show. You've been on, on oh, yeah. Scale Model podcast before. And oh, yeah. Yep. So welcome back. Yeah, we we haven't a chance to, to chat, but we're doing this right in the middle. He's packing up his models uh, at the big Return of the Jedi 40th display. So, George, how's yes, everything sir. going? Uh, going extremely well. Yeah. Excellent. Yep, for as many pieces we had this year, yep, uh, it went really well. What was that number for the contest? Uh, we had a thousand forty-nine entries on display. Wild, mm -hmm. and that's a record. Uh, yeah, it broke last year's record, which was eight forty-three. Okay, I mean a, both impressive numbers. Yeah, this yeah. has been a huge event. Yeah, yeah, excellent. A yeah. Any highlights at the moment as we wind down? Other than the massive amount of stuff that was in there, I mean, there was there was uh, really really high quality. Oh yeah, that was the thing. That was the other thing yeah. that's super important is we had a, a huge volume of, of entries, but yeah. the quality was outstanding. Yeah, a I, lot of them. As a contestant myself, very yeah. stiff yeah. competition. I'm happy yeah. to. No, no, you're good. I'm happy to get some awards in that. It was great. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of work goes into putting on a show like this, right? And oh, it's yeah. absolutely worth it for people to come down and to check yeah. it out. Yeah, that, that's yeah. And the other thing is, uh, uh, we went to also went to a new online entry system this year. Okay. So we're going to try to expand on that. The more people we can get to do it online, the easier it is yeah. for us to. And I missed that. I ended up scrolling my name out nine times. Okay, yeah, but... we, yeah, we have the man. <laughs> we have the manual entries. Yeah. Um, that's a great system though to have it online people like to do it up ahead yeah, of time yeah it's yeah it's super super important because yeah. it's uh everything gets put in a database and it's easier for us to sign awards and just it just yeah. make, 
it's we have we have a we have a gal that does all the manual entries for us. Yep. And it takes up a lot yep. of her time. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. But yeah, it's you know it's a it's a nice thing to have if you're going to start to get this many entries, you know. Right. So some automation is kind of helping that flow. Actually, and I I got to say it was a very easy show to uh, get set up um mm-hmm. it's well run and there's a lot there's a very smooth process because I, I, I mean it's still chaotic right oh, yeah. it's way less chaotic than other local shows and smaller shows yeah. so yeah c- congrats on that it's very organized yeah we're about uh we're about making people happy i mean oh, yeah. i think the most fun we have the entire weekend is handing out the awards in an award room at the end yeah we missed that this year we get to meet we get to meet people yeah exactly so, um, that was yeah. a bit different, right? There was no uh, like typical award ceremony. Right. We used to do the ceremony. Yep. COVID took care of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to put 400 people in a room for three hours. Right. Um, but what, it worked out for the better in the end, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, it actually goes much faster. Oh, for sure. Method. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And uh, there's yeah. like pros and cons to either there is. method, right? There is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there is. Awesome. Um, yeah, everything everything went fine. You know, they also put me in charge of the display B room because it's models. Yep. You know, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so listeners, sorry, listeners, yeah. that's where we have this uh, fantastic Return of the Jedi 40th display. Um, there's going to be lots of pictures online, videos online if you want to check out some of this amazing work. We're talking studio scale, very interesting pieces. Uh, I believe Tested.com was down doing a piece on yes they were on this display so yeah. you can find that on Tested.com so mm-hmm. and Wonderfest.com site yeah how about next year you think we're next year yet or is it too soon it's yeah we're gonna take a week or two off <laughs> yeah, well deserved yeah my head's kind of swimming right now oh for sure uh, did you get any goodies in the dealer's room. I did not. I never got to the dealer's room. Wow. <laughs> it's too wow. busy. No kidding, eh? That's wild. Yeah. How are you doing? So, so any other thoughts? Uh, I don't want to keep too long. You're a busy man. Yeah, Everyone gonna, needs you. Just going to come back. I mean, you know, you got to wonder when this is going to plateau. I don't really care. We could just keep adding more and more and more. <laughs> yeah. But next to IPMS Nats, we are now the biggest, second biggest show in the Absolutely. country. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's and something to it's something to attend for sure. Yeah, that's that's where we want to be. Yeah, and this is on a very isolated genre too. It doesn't cover everything. You know, yeah, we used to be the redheaded stepchildren. Yeah, yeah, of the hobby industry. And that's not, not the modeling industry. And yeah. that's not really the case anymore. Do you see an expansion into other categories when it comes not, to the contest? The or? only thing we might add, we probably will actually, is we might add real space modeling. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's very relatable, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, because it's out there. It's, you know, it's yeah. in space and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So I think we're probably going to do that. I mean, there's some really, really terrific kits out there that you can buy nowadays. Yes. So we're looking yeah. to maybe take, it, take advantage of that. But, yeah, other Absolutely. than that, I mean, if something something else yeah. new comes along, with, you know, yeah. get our hobby, we'll, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, and that's sure. the strength of Wonderfest was to, yeah, give a little love to the sci-fi and the, the other yeah. more eclectic genres, right? Yeah. And yeah. the niche stuff. Yeah, the sci-fi, horror, fantasy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like I tell tell some folks that didn't think they'd be welcome here. There's room for everybody at the table. Yeah. With what we do. Absolutely. You know, with this genre. Yeah. There's no yeah. reason to think you can't bring something. It's very important. And that's yeah. why a whole slew of us have come down from Canada, right? And we, we oh, try to attend. And, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a 
it's worth the drive, right? To kind of yeah. get that recognition from your peers and even that sort of a acknowledgement and, and uh, people know what you're talking about when it comes to certain sci-fi stuff where you didn't get that, um, that necessarily that recognition in, in, uh, other circles or like your right. traditional IP yeah. mesh shows. So like, it's part of the it's part of the draw, right? So, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. spreading the love. Yeah, plus it's not the same when you guys aren't down here. It's just a, <laughs> yeah, you know. But it, it's a great event. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Okay, George, I see there's a line of folks that want to grab you. Yeah, I, we'll we'll leave it right there. Okay. Thanks a lot for chatting. Yeah. Thanks for doing yeah. all the thanks work. For, thanks for grabbing yeah. me. I seen you all weekend. I just did not yeah. have the time. Oh, no worries. You know, just, yeah, so. I was having fun yesterday, and today I was trying to do a little, a little, a little work in air quotes. So yeah, yeah, sure. out with people. Yeah. But thanks again, really okay. appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. Hopefully, we'll be talking this time next year. Yeah, absolutely. All right. As I said, great set of interviews. Um, like I said, just it kind of shows you what goes behind the scenes and the camaraderie and, and the family feeling it is at, at Wonderfest. Okay, another go ahead, I Jeff. Think, I think for the record you mispronounced Paul Bodensick's last name. I always do, and he knows that. He yeah, laughs at me when I do. I know it. you do it. That's why I had to raise it. It's like, that's uh, all right. That's 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 cool. You know, he makes great products, as we know. Yep. All righty. Um, so we're also gonna just now we're gonna talk about a little bit about another suspicious character who was at Wonderfest, namely Steve over at Cold TV Man, with all as he gets through his post Wonderfest catching up and all the latest from him. Let's hear what's happening from Steve at Cult TV Man, post-Wonderfest edition. Uh, as I've already mentioned on the podcast, uh, Cult TV Man had a great Wonderfest. But that's not the only place you can find them in addition to online. They will be attending uh, some model shows coming up. Of course, Model Palooza, IPMS Orlando on October 13th to 15th. Monsterama in Atlanta on October 27th to 29th. The Chattanooga Model Con, Chattanooga, Tennessee, on January 5 to 6. That's a tentative. Uh, Atlanta Com, March 15, 2024, another tentative. And, of course, next year's Wonderfest in Louisville, June 1st and 2nd. So that's what's happening there. But they're also having an amazing after Wonderfest sale. Specials? Sale? Whatever you want to call it. They're great deals including the Space 1999 Eagle 22-inch 148 scale from round two. Normally it's $115.99. You can get it now for $99. You can get the Classic Enterprise Pilot Parts Pack from Polar Lights, normally $29.95. How about this for a deal? $750. Absolutely amazing. The Aries. Here's a good deal for you folks who like 2001. 148 scale Aries from Mobius. It's in stock, normally $224. 179 right now just absolutely amazing what else do we have here we have the Razorcrest Mandalorian from Star Wars of course 172nd scale uh, 50 bucks down from 71 definitely uh, check some of those out uh, they've also got a couple of other new kits including the cult TV man drinking glass you would have seen those at Wonderfest for 999 You've also got the Dark Star from Skyhook in stock, $39.99. And Travel Pods and Work Bees, $1,350 for your Enterprise kit. And they're from Lake Monster, they're $16.99. So as we see, a ton of deals as always. Don't forget to check them out, culttvmanshop.com for all the shopping. You want to hear more about other things, culttvman.com. 
And don't forget to tell them the Scale Model Podcast sent you. Okay, now latest hobby announcements. Quite a few, quite a few varied ones here. Uh, we're going to start off with our friends at Special Hobbies. They had uh, they had two announcements to do with their uh, that German trawler ship, the Chris Finfutter Cutter, or whatever. Yeah, I'm not even going to. All right, yeah. See, Jeff says it better. They had one from late May, um, so they 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 were sharing some of the progress. And again, I love when they go behind the scenes. So they were showing the metal molding blocks, um, including one of the milling machines working on it. Um, so that's the first link. And then the second one is a bit more. They just uh, released last week. Um, it's about it's already the box art, and they're showing a uh, you know a few more of the molding blocks being machined. So you know how the sprues go, and that's always neat to kind of see behind the scenes. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, so some very cool looking parts, and you know well, how how they do it. And you can see how the plastic flows down 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 the runners. So that's always that's always cool cool to see. All right, uh, Toyotas Toyota Celicas. D scale D model, uh, two new tool WRC Silicas in 24 scale. So this was actually a very famous and controversial car in 2000. I believe it was in oh 94 to 99. Um, during for these these are in the rally car challenge, right? So um, basically the European rally challenge, the world rally challenge, you know, these guys are nuts, right? These are the guys that go two guys in the car. They go full out. The, the navigators telling the driver ahead, how steep, how sharp the corner is. And, you know, they're going down little country roads where you should be doing no more than 20 and they're doing like a hundred and 120, uh, just absolutely amazing. So this is the ST 205 GT four, um, and they've got two different two different models. So you've got the 204, and then you got the 205, which has the night driving lights. And look, you know, you should see this thing when you when you see the link, like the built-in driving lights. Like, yeah, at night it's going to blind anything. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. It's amazing you can even see over the two uh, the two central lights. I, mean, I know. I know. Yeah. So there was controversy because the FIA's inspectors discovered the turbo inlet restrictor fitted to all world rally cars to cap power outputs at 300 horsepower had been illegally modified by this particular team to allow more air to en enter the engine, yet was also designed to be, quote unquote, hopefully undetectable when disassembled. Well, that didn't quite 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 work for them. The FIA, and I love this, the FIA, though clearly impressed by the ingenuity of the legal device, illegal device, came down hard to, on TCE and, and to the lesser extent Toyota, which was cleared of any blame, because the tampering did occur at team level. They were stripped of all points earned in 95, and the works team was banned from competing in the 96. So yeah, it never it, it never came back. But again, you'll see, uh, like I say, there is two kits. There's one from the Portugal Rally in 2000, sorry, 1995. So uh, 66 bucks from Hobbylink Japan, US. And then you've also got the other one with, you know, the headlight options and all that. And then you, you got to do, the yeah, do them off the headlights. The other kit is the one from the 95 Monte Carlo rally, rally 124th again, again, 66 US with some different options you can do for headlights again. 
So yeah, they show some of the CAD renderings, a lot of marking options. Um, if you're a rally car, car fan, these are very famous cars. So people who follow this uh, will be very excited. And they do a lot. D-Model does a lot of rally cars. If you go to their site, Ford Sierras, Cosworth, you know, all sorts. They really have, 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 have that market, basically. So yeah, that's from our good friends at D Models. Okay, Hobby Boss for July. Just two. First one's kind of curious. Um, a battle, the U.S. Navy, the battleship Iowa BB sixty one one three fiftieth scale. So this is a big beast, three hundred and nine U.S. Um, so I don't know if this is a repop or not. I haven't had time to look, but fifteen hundred part 77 centimeters long 10 centimeters wide 20 sprues metal gun barrel uh anchor chain hull made from multi-directional side molds and you and you and you know like most people you're going to be spending the same amount again in aftermarket whether it's photo etcher or or 3d print um it also contains two of the osu os2u seaplanes um display scanned so yeah a lot of photo etch comes comes with a good amount of photo etch actually yeah you almost mean maybe you don't need to get too much extra for this one yeah i don't know you know these 350 guys well i'm about to eventually do a destroyer so i'm not going to say too much because i may implicate myself i'll believe that when i see you. i know exactly exactly there'll be a lot of 3d printed stuff for that okay next up and also a fairly large a german bridge bridge or river fording tank a bridge layer the german iguana psb2-14 by hobby boss 135th scale around 61 dollars us so this is a bridge tank that uses the body of the leopard 2 regon r-e-g-u-a-n means iguana in german um, so it can be loaded with various types of bridges and can bridge gaps with a maximum length of 26 meters. Hey, we 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 could almost use that in town because you yeah, know we, we got use- we got bridges under construction. <laughs> we always have bridges under construction. I know that's true. That's true. So yeah, nice looking kit. Uh, if you're into the bridge building, a couple of base marking schemes with a big ass bridge on top of it. It's just kind of fun to have something different. As, oh, as exactly. Some of yeah. the tourism. This is just more interesting. And, so and this is a this is a big kit, thirty nine centimeters in in length. Yeah, multi slide molded, twenty three sprues, five hundred and forty parts. Yeah, another way rubber rubber tracks. So not not which is interesting. It's not individually linked. But there you go. I'm sure you can get some. A little oh, bit yeah. of photo etch, some copper cable. So that is from. Hobby boss. Okay. Luke Graf announced the plans for the rest of uh, 2020, 23. These are the guys that do like World War One planes. Simply yeah. amazing things. So basically they uh, they posted a list of things and you can go to their website to see the details, but um, mostly 132nd subjects, the Hanrot HD1, a Hanrot a Mac, Mackie, M-A-C-C-H-I, Hanriot yeah. HD1. Uh, the HD2, a float plane version and a wheels version, an Albatross W4 with a Mercedes D3 engine, a Haberstadt D2 with a Mercedes engine, both in 32nd and 48th. The previous ones are all 32nd, by by the way. Um, uh, Phoenix, 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 D1, Phoenix, yeah, D1 and D2 with looks like Hero 200 horsepower engines and a Curtis Jenny J4. With a yeah. 
Curtis engine, one thirty second, one forty eight, and they've also got two they haven't announced yet. Two secret ones, and everybody's going nuts trying to think of what the secret ones. Yeah, yeah, and they and again, if you ever have a chance, go to their website. They do some amazing. They do <laughs> absolutely amazing stuff. They're out of Poland, and yeah, they just I, I, again, if you miss Wingnut Wings, you won't go wrong with these guys. Um, and they're showing a couple on their website. They show the Albatross 3 coming soon. A lot of stuff you can pre-order. And again, even their engines. You can buy the engines separately. And they're a work of of, of art. They've got, like, I'm looking at one here. The Austro Daimler 160-185 engine in 132nd scale. It's 19 euros. And uh, just, just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gorgeous itself. All 3D printed. And, yeah, just, you know. So, like I said... If you just want to build an engine and you don't want to you, you, and, and you don't want to have the nightmare of rigging, you can do that. <laughs> just saying. So yeah, just yep. gorgeous. Okay, other big things. This is a lot of there's a lot of big things coming uh in this episode. So 3D Wild, who does a lot of cool things, they're doing a announced HMS Vanguard. This is a World War II British fast battleship. Uh, in again, one three fiftieth scale. Uh, this is a must-have for British battleship fans. We really haven't had one, um, so that's going to be nice. It's going to be about three hundred and twenty-eight dollars US for it. Um, so that's going to be cool. Looks like some nice-looking built-in photo etch uh, that are included with the kit. So yeah. Again, for those of you who like to build these, this is the company that also does. We're going to talk about them in a minute. They are they're also doing. In fact, I'm just going to bring that up the list here. Uh, so, okay, so that's a battleship in World War II. Let's say let's say Jeff, you want something a little bit more more modern. How about how about the USS Gerald R. Ford CVN 78? So this is the new U.S. Gerald Ford class aircraft carrier. How about it in one three fiftieth? At five hundred and fifty bucks. Well, that's without the air wing. So if, <laughs> if if you want the air wing, so you can get an air wing A or B. So air wing A is supposed to be like around 2028. 20, so it's a lot of F-35s, F-18Es and Fs, uh, the F-18G. Uh, what else here? CMV-22, the Osprey, and uh, E-2s, et cetera, helicopters. So that's... That's the 2028 air wing. If you want the 2022 air wing, which is basically a lot more F-18s, uh, you can also get that as well. And those will set e- either of those options will set you back 850 bucks. Now you got to realize though, these guys, they're 350th aircrafts. Again, works of art. You can, you know, I know when they released their Japanese aircraft carriers from World War II, people were raving about the aircraft. And they come with individual decals, accurate squadron markings, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I love the 2028 collection with all the drones and the yeah, uh, yeah. aircraft. This is this is kind of almost the verge of sci-fi. Yeah, and again, you see from the pictures here, absolutely gorgeous. It will include um, it will include the decals for for 78, 79, 80, and 81. So all the sister ships that are either being built or been planned. Um, so yeah, just an absolutely gorgeous uh, kit. Like again, I'm looking at some of these and. You know, you got brass, high strength 3D print res- resin, high resolution 3D print resin. Yeah, just absolutely gorgeous looking. And you know, eventually we're going to see one at a show. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. looks like even the you can take off 
the middle of the deck and show the hangar bay below. Look at the bow on them. That's yeah. unusual. That's yeah. really quite the protrusion. Yeah, all new. Again, this is their newest design. Um, you know, one's been built and is at sea. The other one's coming soon. And it's like the next 10 years. There's uh, four, I believe, on the skids have been planned. So, it's yeah, just again, if you have the room and you're into that, then, you know, there you go. Yeah. All right. So, you know, we'll, we'll expect, we'll, we'll, you know, hey, that would go well, well, well with your enterprise. Yeah, you know, and you have the room. So just say, all right, ICM in June. Let's have a look here. So this is their announcements. Uh, the AH1G Cobra and 135th it is available now, apparently, in the stores. You've got a KI-21 in the Royal Thai Air Force markings. You don't see very often the Bristol Beaufort Mark One, One Forty Eighth in the British Domains Air Force. Uh, what else? British Dominions. British Dominions. British Dominions. Sorry, did I say domains? I did say domains, didn't I? You're Dominions. still thinking about work. You're still. Thinking I know. About I'm thinking. IT. I'm thinking. I it, dude. Um, then a Ural military box vehicle of the armed forces of Ukraine of Ukraine, because of course ICM's Ukrainian company in the digital camouflage one seventy second scale. Uh, you've got a U.S. World War II U.S. military patrol vehicle with a G7107 truck with a M1919A4 19, machine gun on top of it. Uh, U.S. helicopter pilots from the 60s and 70s. And then a U.S. infantry acrylic paint set from their paint line. Five colors and one, and one, one varnish. Perfect for the aforementioned infantry or helicopter pilots or the Military patrol, etc. Yeah, nice stuff. Yep. So that's kind of cool. And then one other option there from ICM. They are going to release in 148 scale the Mistel, the Mistel One, 148 scale. I remember reading about this when I was a kid. So towards the end of the war, Germany was getting pretty desperate. They're getting short on pilots. So what they decided to do is you, you basically take an old Ju88 bomber. Uh, you remove the cockpit, replace it with automated like radio control, remote control uh, flying systems. You put a great bloody steel probe, shall we say, being polite. At the front. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You pack it full of explosives. You you rig up a rig for an ME-109 on top. Um, no, this isn't a kamikaze. So basically the idea is the German ME-109 pilot would, would fly basically in tandem these planes together. They were attached. When he would see when he would approach the target, he'd put it in a shallow dive, uh, release himself from the JU-88, and it could be remotely piloted to crash into whatever target things like bridges and that um so this will be a big kit in 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 148 so this is the ju 88 a4 and the 109 f4 and with some extra parts to lash them together yeah just and they did all sorts of these they had uh i think they had one with a mission smith 262 as mm -hmm. well and a jet bomber like they had all sorts of combinations i believe fought with 190s so i wouldn't be surprised if this is popular we may see more of those for the German aircraft fans. There used to be a number of these molded by other companies, but yeah. only in only in one seventy second. Yeah, I, I haven't. Yeah, I don't think there's one. I haven't seen many in one forty eight, if any. 
So mm-hmm. yeah, that was kind of cool. Okay, next up is a book from AK. Because, uh, you know, we were talking, we've been talking about uh, World War II fighter groups and that. The 56th Fighter Group from uh, 18th of April, 44 to VE Day. So this was a fighter group. They did a lot of, the, they basically flew a lot of P-47s. Um, this is a limited edition, includes two decal sheets to represent different aircraft of the group in 48th and 72nd scale. So if you've got a few P-47s you want to build. This might be an option. So this is published by AK by Nigel Julian and Peter Peter Randall. 244 pages, hardcover, English text, and about 50 euros. Um, you know, and this looks this looks gorgeous. Again, a ton of history, a lot of color. Lots of pinup shots, too. Lots of pinup shots, because that's what they <laughs> did. Um, you know, and you got a lot of decal, hundred color, 336 black and white. A lot of decal sheets with the various schemes, including the nose art. And as you say, a lot of pinups. And selected as subjects for the decals are those either not previously covered by manufacturers or incorrectly presented where they have been. So, again, the authors have done their history here. So you can be pretty assured it's 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 pretty accurate. They're also offering if you order or order from AK, you can also get um, basically the book and a Tamiya kit. The two different Tamiya looks like three different Tamiya kits of the, of the um, of the P forty seven, the three and one forty eight scale. So one for seventy and then two for eighty euros. So that's, that's a good a, deal. It's not, you know, it's a great idea to combine uh, the reference book with a. Uh, top-notch deco sheet. Yep. And then throw some kits in, too. That's actually a really good concept. Yeah, so this includes, looks like the original bubble top, the P47D with the Razorback, and then Mm -hmm. the P47D with the bubble top. top. The last two are the ones for 10 euros more. But yeah, very limited editions, but definitely worth, uh, you know, if you were thinking about it and you you really wanted to get into the P47, this looks great. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Art art is great as a reference on its own. Really good. Mm -hmm. Yep. Quite good if you're into that. Hopefully, this will be the first of several. I'd love to see a Spitfire one. I got enough bloody Spitfire kits. So, you know. All right. Ashima. Our good friends, Ashima. So, a lot of, lot of, uh, for July, a lot of kits out of Japan. Um, so a lot of their, their snap kits. Um, so, but again, if you're into this and we've, we've seen these at shows and that. So, uh, they featured a lot of, uh, snap kits of the Nissan R32 Skyline in various, the GTR, uh, including custom wheels, spark silver, black, metallic, crystal white, or gun gray. So four different colors for the wheels. You can paint them as you want. Uh, about 20 bucks, 2000 yen. And then they've also got the, because again, the civilian cars are very popular over there. The Nissan 1991 Cifero Aero Custom. Looks like a coupe, large mm. coupe. They've got a Honda 112 motorcycle detail up parts set to go with the CB750. So the 750 and the detail parts set, uh, both the same price, about 2,000 yen for both, once once for the kit, once for the detail parts. There's no picture, sadly, for the detail parts. Then we've got the Crown Majesta uh, by Toyota, the 06 model. That was like their luxury coupe over there. 
And then the Crown 89 Blister Style, which looks like a very aggressive, you know, it reminds me of, you remember for a while, I think Ford and Cadillac, they were making like Crown Vicks and you could like, people were were tripping them out with extra wide tires and stuff like that. It kind of reminds me of that. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. But again, so that's from Ashima. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember these guys because, you know, they do a lot of the ship stuff. They were well represented at, at the uh, at the hobby show. So, yeah, always, always kind of cool as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and again, I'm always curious how it's the civilian cars that are very popular over there. It's it is a thing. All right. Again, I was hoping I was hoping for Mr. Goodman because so he could explain he could explain some of these, but you know, oh well. Uh, lineup of the latest Gunpla that will go on sale. This is from Gundam.info. Um, so I've just linked it. Um, there's a high grade one to one four four demi bard barding. Um, you know, lots of cool things, backpacks and that. A lot of Gundam coming out. I know our local store Neo Neo Tokyo got got an order in. Uh, from yep. Hasegawa included some Gundam. There's a lot of stuff being released. So I'm really not going to, because again, I'm in no way an expert, but definitely uh, check out some of the stuff there. This is a great site. I'm sure if you're a, a Gundam fan, you already got this in your bookmark list, but uh, Gundam.info, definitely a, 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 a good one to do and see what else is 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 coming out, basically. I I just realized when I see this stuff, how little I know about it. Oh, I know. I'm the same. And Anthony's quite good about it. And, you know, it's like anything else. There's a lot of stuff that, you know, in the old days, us hobbyists, we kind of know about what was what military and car, but it's a whole other world now. And it's, it's, it's evolving. Um, Yep. I also wanted to indicate Bandai's also now they've created a website where you can download and reference pretty well most of their instructions from their Gundam kits over the years. I think I served somewhere it's close to a thousand. So they're all in PDFs. You can search by, you know, high grade, master grade, all that. So if you can't find it on Scalemates, you might be able to find it here if you cannot find uh, your instructions for your Gundam. This is a smart marketing move. by Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, because really, it's not just you don't just go here to find the instructions for something that you may have lost the instructions for. But you're also going to if you're into this, into these things, then you're you're going to be looking through here for things you might want to get. And this gives you a real detailed look at what you're getting in the box, which is good. What's what I also think is amazing is if you go to the site and the site's quite good because they talk about when you first go in, you can filter by search by product name, number, release date by brand. And then you have something called works, which is their various sub brands. You should mm. see all these modem mobile suit Gundam uh, Gundam, you know, all the different I, I, IP Gundam build universe. This must be yeah. like 50 year. It's just, you know, it's, you know, and again, people don't realize how big this thing is i think people over there do but people here yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly so just just absolutely amazing and yeah you just look it up and they're all in pdf and yep and you got feedback form operating and see i see click on operating instructions which brings up the pdf yeah Yeah. that's that's pretty cool that is pretty cool pretty cool indeed so all right now, onwards and upwards, let's talk a bit about what's new at Scalemates. Not that we need to be spending any more money between Jeff and I. We'll talk about that soon. It, yeah, was, a, it was a successful stash acquisition a couple of weeks. <laughs> okay, looking at, this is for June 26. AVD Models got a few more fire trucks. 143rd scale. scale. 
What's with the scale? Popular like one, scale. I don't know. I don't know. That's an odd scale. Yeah. Wonder... Anyway, uh, whatever. They have they have quite a few. They're out of uh I think they're out of the Czech Republic. Uh they do forty three and seventy second. To me it's almost a die cast scale, but you know, there you go. Yeah. But it's not. These are, you know, they've got pickup all terrain trucks, uh Zyra passenger car. Uh we've got a one thirty fifth PC ninety one M tank resin kit. That's a lot of resin. That's uh, a lot of resin. That's a complicated looking tank. Yeah. Ferrari eight twelve competition. Hey, one twenty fourth. A couple of Gundams, and then we go back to the twenty fifth. How about the mutant's girlfriend for Atlantis? For that Atlantis is a, mutant kit. That's a very well endowed um, girlfriend. Well, it was back in the fifties, right? You know, <laughs> one twelve scale for your mutant, so you can have like this: the girlfriend, the scared girl for your kit because that's been recently re-released by atlantis yeah uh what else we have here the 24th we've got a Sturm panzer our club president would like that 172nd scale well all over it he'd be all over it yeah he's probably already ordered it yeah. uh, another dinosaur from bandai spirits landship modeling a bdt 35th 3d print files and 135th scale that's not just a dinosaur. That's a Mosasaurus. That's a waterborne giant monstrous crocodile slash whale. I mean, that would be pretty cool. That would be. It would be. Yes. <laughs> you'd also you'd also be making fish fingers for like months. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think this was the hero, the hero creature in one of the recent, more recent um, um, Jurassic Park movies. Oh, quite possibly. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched. I haven't kept up with those. So. Oh, they're terrible. They're terrible. I know, I know, but you know, good, good fun. I'll tell you about a rabbit hole late later. Speaking of going down a rabbit hole, a CB <laughs> class midget submarine, micro mirror, one seventy second scale from the twenty first. That's fun. Uh, Jasmine model, one forty eighth, one forty eighth Corsair. This looks like looks like it looks like you. It's one of those ones that just shows all the um, like the spars like in it. Yeah, all metal out of out of China. It's the skeleton, basically. Of yeah, Corsair. I'm just trying to look them up here. Jasmine models homepage. Yeah, this is why Scalemates is a good thing. Our official store, JasmineModel.shop. Yeah, that's what it is. Full structure PE. They've got 109s. Yeah, they have a few things already, but that's basically exactly what it is. Ooh, they have a U-boat. German Navy submarine U-boat type uh, 7C, 36 U.S. dollars. Here, I'm going to send you a link, Jeff, in our chat. That looks huge. I mean, just a huge amount of work. (laughs) Well, yeah, but again, for some crazy people, right? Here is the link to their shop, and I will include that into the show notes. Oh, yeah. Doesn't that look nice? Yeah. We'll throw that in the things we've seen. That type Um, 7C U-boat is insane. Yeah, One, three, all photo etch. They have a Valkyrie SR seventy one, Horton. Or uh, yeah, they, they also do. They also do. They also do a lot of decals and upgrade parts. See, when you yeah. say Valkyrie, I have a different Valkyrie in mind. Oh yeah, no, this is the Macross Valkyrie. Sorry, the Macross Valkyrie. Yeah. A lot, a lot less metal on the one you're thinking about. Look at the SR seventy one. Oh my I know. god, I know. Easy. So the SR seventy one is seventy nine one to one four four, seventy nine US, full interior structured. 
For experienced modeler, if you're patient and, and skilled, no painful sanding or painting needed to build this one. Use tweezers <laughs> and metal glue. You can have a great, unusual masterpiece handiwork. Obviously, some of it's lost in translation. 120 okay. parts. Yeah. 120 parts, 11 centimeters in in width, 22 centimeters in length. Wow. Yeah, no. Okay. I, I, I think they need to send one to Ian. Yeah, Cindy in the uh, sub, and we'll see if he still likes photo etch. Maybe, maybe this will be uh, Musaru time. You know, maybe, maybe oh, the sub don't Musaru give them, time. don't give Alan and <laughs> and them ideas, please. Oh, how to, lose, be... how to lose my shit? <laughs> you definitely have some challenges. With oh, I, I, I'd have to do two versions of the show: one X-rated with me giving my 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 true thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my look at that all right anyway let's go back here so yeah so yeah a few little few interesting things uh what else also on the 20th the fairy fulmore from trumpeter that's brand new brand new tool i think we've talked about it before the french yep, light yep. cruiser 1350 the marseille uh some more gundams oh uh exa vehicle custom carrier vehicle for gundam by the looks and of bandai that. spirits yeah so it carries cool. carries your Gundam or when he needs a coffee break. You can even just get yourself a Pikachu in the sitting pose. No, isn't that cute? My no scale, no, no scale no. on that. Uh, oh, and I did notice this isn't this is more of an RC, but June seventeenth, Tamiya has a Scania seven seventy S eight by four truck one to fourteenth scale. That would be a big. Huge. Yep. <laughs> Have you seen yeah. the those RC truck uh, shows in Germany? That oh yeah, the ones with the construction equipment and that. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. and they're big bucks, very yeah. big bucks. Okay, last but not least, June fifteenth, the Northrop M two, the lifting body. Those of you who remember watching the six million dollar man, that was the that was the kid. It's breaking. He's it's breaking up. She's breaking up. That, that was, was the, the one crash. crash. That was the crash. Yeah. So there you go. All look right. At that, look at that. Look at that Toyota Land Cruiser. It's a yeah, with with a turret on it. Yeah, yeah. With, with like a, a ship turret. A tank. No, I think it's an old tank turret, like a MBT turret or a uh, yeah, you're probably right. Car turret looks like yeah. So shooting that thing like uh, at a ninety degree angle to the truck wouldn't be good. Roll, yeah, roll yeah. I was just thinking that you could probably roll it. Yeah, don't be doing that on 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 an incline. No, <laughs> this is nuts. Just oh, I know. So anyway, all yeah. sorts of goodies. All right. So that's from our good friends at Scalemates. So, right. So, yeah. All right. So it's going to be a real short, sh a real short no, show. It won't be a short show. Yeah, I know. We got the interviews. I know. And then we got to talk about what's on our bench. So I'm going to let you start, my friend. All right. Well, I, I actually haven't been doing much on my bench because I've been working on getting this house ready for the various wedding events mm -hmm. that my daughters are setting up for for friends um but what i have been doing is so recently uh, a local person a local uh, modeler uh, put his sash on facebook marketplace and basically had a had a garage sale for the last couple of weekends and it was an extensive collection of models that he put up for sale yeah it was I it was actually to... from his just if i can interrupt it was from his uncle who passed away in kitchener well, was that what happened that okay, was an I, estate I, sale yeah I, I nice. haven't actually had a chance to talk to him yet. So yeah, I'm nice chat with him. Yeah. And uh, anyway, it's quite a good collection. There's yeah. some really interesting kits here. Uh, I went through them and just did, I could have easily picked up like 
50. <laughs> oh, I know. Between you, me, and I know a few of our other r- r- regular members of the club had had good days. Yeah. Oh, well, he started basically. I started a conversation with him on Facebook Messenger, and just had him kept kept having him pile kits over in a corner for me. Except uh, the ones I stole, but we'll talk about that shortly. Well, that's just what drove me crazy. Like when he, when I first looked at the pictures, there were there were three that I wanted for sure. One was the Apollo Soyuz uh, mission. Yeah. In in one, I think it was one seventy second scale. Yeah. And it disappeared. It was the Dragon kit. Right. And then there's also this, um, I forget the name of it, but it was a satellite kit. And yep. it was it looked, looked really nice. Well, guess who got that one, Stuart? You got to get there early, mud buddy. Man, you pissed me off. And then uh, then there was also from Blade Runner, the spinner. Beautiful kit of the spinner. Where did that go, Stuart? Okay, now, in my in my defense, I did see... There was the Ravel one to one twenty five Calypso Oceanographic Explorer. Had it in my hand. Had it in my hand. It brought back a lot of memories. But I thought, no, I'm not going to build it. Let's hope it goes to a good home. And it did, didn't it? It it did. It did. It showed up in my pile. Indeed. Now I, I also notice here, and I I'm I kind of wondered. I knew someone was going to pick up this one, but the XB seventy Valkyrie in one seventy second. I um, saw that, and I just about died. Yeah, I've been so that. I, years i want that to be built that's got to be a soon build i'm just saying well, i know i've read about it i know it's a bear to build and all that stuff but it's like honestly, that needs to be built that needs, that needs to be one. built all right and what else and what else did you get you got some Lindbergh stuff i did i got some old old a bunch of old moles so yeah. got that. Lindbergh came out with that snark the uh service yep. air yeah, uh, I saw that, and I thought that's got Jeff written all over it, and it did. And I have that in my pile. But they also had a crazy old. When I was a kid, I I loved all the old um, Werner von Braun 1950 yep. vintage designs for spaceships. Yep. And they had a, a space station. Uh, Lindbergh made a space station, which is basically just a donut. Yeah. Um, and and they also had what they called a rendezvous rocket, which is mm-hmm. also modeled on von Braun. And they they packaged these two together in one kit called the Lindbergh Space Station and Rocket. And so I picked that up. That was kind of fun. And I also wanted uh, Airfix had a uh, Airfix Space Shuttle one one forty four. I wanted that. Somebody else got it. So instead, I got the Airfix one one forty four Saturn S one B, which I've always wanted. That's my favorite nice. Saturn. I, I'm kind of. I, I saw they had an Airfix Vostok Russian rocket. I'm kind of surprised you didn't get that. And, uh, Airfix, which one? It was a Volstoy, the Russian rocket. Oh, the Vostok. Was, I've, yeah. I've already got it. I've already, already got, got it. it? Oh, okay. All right. There you go. I, I kind of thought you'd, you'd get that one. Okay. That's the oldest boxed kit I have in my stash. Ah, I, I bought okay. it. I bought it for 65p on a family trip to England in 1970. That's right. Well, this was a, this was just a reboxing. It's still the same mold. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you weren't missing anything, and then you were also you 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 were also shopping re- 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 uh, remotely. Yes, I was during Wonderfest. Uh, Bill Webb, who we've talked about a few times, member yes. of our, he was down in uh, he was down in at Wonderfest with a bunch of other our Canadian guys, and he volunteered to keep an eye out for anything Thunderbird related. Thunderbird mm-hmm. being the Jerry Anderson Thunderbird. Yeah. It was a formative influence for me as a kid, and he picked me up um, a, a, a clear Thunderbird two with a set of sixteen different rescue vehicles to fit inside. That is going to be so cool when that one's done too. <laughs> I have to admit, I'm jealous of that one. That was that is just going to be really cool. I, I'm I'm still wrestling over whether I want to do it clear 
poor, you know. Well, interior uh, clear. Yeah, I know it's tough, tough, it's tough, tough options. It's, it's an iconic green beast, right? I know, I know. See, you got some, you, 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 you got some good things. Now I got to talk to Bill because I just I realized you you mentioned that he won an award at uh, at Wonderfest this year. Uh, he won it for Thunderbird too. His Thunderbird too, yeah. I didn't know he built one, so I'm gonna have to see what he's done. Yeah, that's the one that his his assistants, his his puppy assistants, decided <laughs> to chew up one of the exhaust panels, and he had a very good. He mentioned it at our at our club meeting. Um, he talked to the customer service for the company, and they were very good. And uh, I think in the end, someone sent him some printed some parts and sent it to him. Oh, that's great. So yeah, and he did a great job. It looks really good on that. Um, yeah, I think he posted that that today. So yeah, so no, I did see. Like I say, it's funny how your your taste and my taste overlap. Like, okay. like I said, I kind of chuckled at, at the Calypso one, and I it was in my hand for quite a while. There was that one, and there was an Academy A10 that you know, if it's still around, I might go back for that. Well, he's posted. Um, he's he's cleaned up yep. and pictures of all of them. Yeah, I so that's still there. But again. I was bad too because I've I've been pretty bad this week as well, and of course I am not to blame. I blame everyone else. It's no, it's not your fault. It's not no, your fault. it's steals, steals. Anyway, first to start, uh, our good friends at Neo Tokyo and Peter Fay in particular, a couple of months back said, "Oh, they're able to get Hasegawa again from ordering." So Hasegawa uh, makes a lot of the Macross kits. So I immediately ordered ordered two Macross kits, and I'm just going to reach over and find them here. And they so, look nice. Yeah, they came they came to, uh, last week, so I picked them up at the store. The VF11B Thunderbolt and the VF21. Uh, that'll go along nicely with the one I bought from Peter, which I think was, what was that? That one was the... You're wandering away from the microphone. <laughs> All right. The VF25. Very nice. So that, but that one I'd already got a swap meet, swap meet from Peter. Okay. Also, Neo Tokyo celebrated their 20th anniversary. So they had a buy one, get one 20% off. And Neo Tokyo also gives a 10% discount to IPMS London members. So I'm going to go back pick, to going. Yeah. I did pick up the, the Rebel Blockade Runner, the small, the smaller kit. Mm -hmm. And the because I've got a few of the other ones and the Razor Quest, the non-metallic one. So it ended up I ended up getting one of the kits for thirty percent off because between the discount and and the sale, so that was awesome. And then yeah, I went to the same sale as Jeff was just talking to. Again, very nice guy. His uh, uncle had passed away, and as Jeff had said, quite a few in the collection. And yeah, we were both kind of you know similar things. I was there fairly early, uh, so I picked up the satellite the. Heya B USA Muses C. It's designed to land on a on an asteroid. Um, and again, I love these satellites. I got the Voyager kit, you know, and stuff like that. What else did I get? Hang on. What else did I get? Oh yes, we Jeff already mentioned. I did get the spinner yeah. from Blade Runner. That one was a Fujimi kit, and that was like a diamond in the rough. I saw that. I tell you, I practically ran over and I knocked over three old ladies and you know whatnot. Yeah, yeah, fighting. Um, yeah, bloodbath. Yeah, bloodbath. Totally. I can see a what if, uh, maybe in police markings for a local force in the future there, and then they also have. I gotta make sure I got the name right. And I was joking with Jeff prior to us going on air, uh, at Wonderfest, not Wonderfest, oh, Heritage Con, two years ago. 
not, not, not this year, but last year's. I remember looking for a while at a 1350th uh, Typhoon class submarine and uh, a certain podcast co-host, which will remain nameless, ended up grabbing it because yeah, I went I away for a while and I came back. Yeah. So I've been kind of playing around with some of the ships because I have a feeling Musuru Cup may be ships and I like the subs. So they had. Uh, this is from uh, Dragon, I believe. Cyber Hobby. No, Cyber Hobby. Sorry. This is the USS Yorktown. So uh, it's a U.S. cruiser, CG-48. And it also comes with a Russian Alpha sub, both in 350th scale. Um, you know, and again, I, you know what? I mainly buy for the sub. Uh, but it looks it looks pretty good. And it's a it's a good size. I'm just going to show Jeff the, the size oh, of the nice. top end of the Alpha. Um, so yeah, so I got those three, uh, for a great price. So that's seven kits. So I think I'm done for a while. He, he yeah. says with a wink in his eye, right? Um, until the next uh, opportunity presents itself. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, I did work on stuff. I actually got two things done. Maybe this is why I rewarded myself. Not that I don't have anything else in the stash. I got the 148 bullfighter done. Uh, landing gear is on. Looks good. I was really pleased. Thanks again to Mike Hill for the Australian de de decals he provided. And he lent me a, a book about the strike wings of the bullfighters in the North Sea, which was an excellent read. And then I also finished up the MiG-37, so the fair. That was the tester's Italeri what-if kit. Um, I did decide in the end to make it an RCAF what-if. So it was the CF-200 muskrat. And I have a backstory. Yeah, built by de Havilland. Uh, basically, this backstory is they had a lot of in input from a defecting Russian aerospace engineer from the MiG Corporation. Um, and it went up against the Panther, the CF-199 Panther, which was the other Atalari testers, the F-19 kit mm -hmm. um, in a competition. So, yeah, I had fun with it. Kind of basic basic decals from the spares box and it was a lot of fun so now i gotta figure out what the heck am i gonna build next or there's a couple of things on the shelf of shame maybe i should look at but yeah so been doing that been uh, working on a bit more on the uh, unboxing uh pages on my my personal website blackfire.ca so yeah and then two weeks off from work so we did a lot of stuff around here and a few a few day day trips. I thought I was going to have more time to build, but alas, no. Never no. works out. Never works out. So yeah, it was, that was... it was interesting. I was flipping through the various Facebook um, groups that I subscribe to, and they're all modeling related, one form mm -hmm. or another. And one guy came up with a, an interesting exercise that 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 sort of generated an, a, a fair bit of discussion. It was like. Okay, what happens if your personal circumstances change, and for one reason or another, you have to uh, discard of your discard your stash, and you can only keep five. Which of your stash? Which five would you keep? Just come off, I, just tell tell me to kill my children. Why don't you? I know I, that, well, that was kind of that was kind of the the tenor of some of the comments. It was like mm -hmm. it's easier to find five to get rid of. That's for sure. <laughs> And you know, and then you start thinking, well, would they be the most expensive ones? Would be they they be the rarest ones? Yeah, right? yeah, interesting. It's an interesting exercise, and it's not easy. It's really kind of it's really hard. And my wife said, yeah, 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 get rid of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a reminder. What if she can only keep five balls of yarn in her stash? No, no, no. She doesn't have that. Oh, that's right. She doesn't have a stash. That's right. I know. She's she's, she's the exception. Already. Your wife is weird. God bless her, but she's weird. She's, yeah. she's kind of a the well, 
I'll get it when I need it sort of thing. No, 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 See, no. Yeah, I know have that's, fun. yeah, you go to the yarn show and then that day justifies us going to the model show. That's the way it's supposed to work. That's the natural order of things. Doesn't work that way in my house. Not right now. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, I'll have to find that link. I did remember reading it, but maybe that's something we can post on our page and we can, people can try and think of some ideas. That would, that would be tough. Yeah. I'm just thinking to myself now. It's like, yeah, obviously it's easier to find stuff to get rid of, but what would you keep? Mm-hmm. And the other the other thing is, would that be like stuff in the stash or also stuff you've built? No, it'd be stuff really? in the stash. Stuff only. in the stash. Okay. Stuff in the stash only. And what was interesting was a lot of the guys uh, were suggesting they were going to keep like a one three fiftieth Enterprise uh, yeah. or a one like not the not the the Starship Enterprise, but yeah, the, Enterprise. the big carrier. Yeah. A lot of them were focusing on big ships because. Yeah. Those are long projects, right? So yeah, makes sense. I only have five, then I'm going to get ones that I can take a lot, a lot of time on. Hmm. And I'm, I was thinking, well, do I keep the Felix stow or do I like what do I do? <laughs> so it's an interesting. It's it's fake, but it's more of a it's just more of an intellectual exercise about trying to figure out what it is about your stash that turns your crank from time to time. Interesting. Five kids. I'm going to write that down. I'll see if I can find the link. I just thought it was so. I yeah, thought it was that's in, interesting. Yeah, it might have been in grumpy old old modelers. I've seen have, it. I did see it, so I know it's in probably one of one of the larger groups. But all right, I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about another interesting guy, namely our good friend Sean from Sean's Custom Model Tools. Now we're going to talk a bit about Sean's Custom Model Tools, one of our other sponsors of the Scale Model Podcast. Some very cool things, both 3D printed and the Goodman Super Sanding Blocks. Let's start with the Microset and Microsoul Decal Set Bottle Stand. This is uh, purposely designed for the Microscale Set and Soul. Uh, most modelers over the years, they've tipped these bottles over. So uh, this is a very handy thing. At $14.95, you can uh, put them both together. They're printed in blue and red for easy identification. Comes with a black base, and they actually have little magnets on it, so it helps keep them in place. Definitely a good deal. I use mine all the time, and I can well recommend them. Let's talk a bit about those Goodman Model Super Sanding Blocks, namely the Value Pack Combo for $28.99. You get the 80 grit, 180 grit, 220, 320, 400, and 600. Uh, just an amazing set. Uh, just what you need. And you can also, uh, if you want, you can also get a, a sanding, super sanding block stand for it, which also uh, really makes life a little bit easier. Helps helps things keep it organized. The other thing too is they have they have the awesome model tape dispenser for uh, your various tapes it's basically a 3d printed thing you put spools of your tapes it's got a little razor blade to help uh, cut it and it's a really really good design Uh, so yeah works out really well and yours for $19.95 so check out these and other amazing deals at seanscustommodeltools.com and uh, also on facebook and tell them that the scale model podcast sent you all right, things we've seen. Um, big mix here, bit of a mod- a bit of a nautical theme, but the first one, I've seen this one in a couple of Facebook groups, and I did see um, 
Model Shipwrights had it too. So this is an absolutely outstanding Ravel S-boat. So this is the 172nd scale S-boat, like, like the, the German equivalent of a PT boat with the Griffin Etch set and CMK figurines. But what I find is amazing and what people were commenting is, is the waves. The sea, oh, the base that they put, it's just so realistic. When you first look, you swear it's a picture. Yeah, this is and, genius. Yeah, people, and that's what people were commenting on the build. The build is gorgeous, but particularly the waves. Mm. Um, yeah, and I'm sure he's, I, I know I've seen a few Facebook groups, um, and I'm sure uh, he'll write about how he did it and that, but just, just a gorgeous looking. I've always been fascinated by these two. I don't know where I get along to it. You know, like I see, you know, you can get a lot of stuff for the Ravel PC boats now, the aftermarket and 3D printed. And there's there's that one. There's the German S boat and there's the British MTB. So what's, what's yeah. really what's particularly interesting about this is how he did that translucent green water effect in the spray. Oh, I know. In the wake and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's just I know. amazing. Yeah. I haven't had time to read up some of the details, but this seemed to, this one I found had a lot of the good pictures and it wasn't on Facebook. So yeah, I thought I'd, I thought I'd show that and just, yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Okay. Also keeping with, with the Naval theme, you know, okay, Jeff, I know I did mention a Gerald R. Ford aircraft carry in one, in one three fiftieth. How about a 172nd scale USS Nimitz? Because, you know, if you have a bunch of U.S. Navy aircraft in 72nd scale and you need somewhere to put it. Yeah, why not? Eh? Look yeah. at this. Oh this my is, God. I know. This is a this is a guy in his own. Sometimes you've seen these at club builds, like they'll do the deck or something. But this guy's gone all out. He scratch built it. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the Tilly Crane is from Black Dog. It's scratch built. Uh, with a mixture of Fujimi, Hasegawa, Tallery for the aircraft. You know, looks like he's got the good part of a of a good half of the air group there. And he's got this in his modeling cave. And like, I, look at the size of this room, and it's I almost know. completely full of models. Yeah, like it's on his shelf, and then the carrier takes up a fair amount. Oh, my you God. Know. I know. Good for him. You know, yeah. hey. Apparently, I, someone asked him, like, what does your wife think? He's got a very understanding wife. She helped plan the room design the room so oh well you see that's nice that yeah. kudos to them both he gets that's he gets the official blessing and this is gorgeous yeah you know if you got the room this is something you normally like i say you'll see clubs do these they'll do like a basic deck or something or you know to display all their all their kits um you know and <laughs> i love it wow i hope your marriage is intact and he said uh, at least and someone else said, at least I would have a Nimitz to live with if I try it, if I tried this at home. And then he replied, thanks, guys. I'm still married to the same woman. Actually, she was the one planned for the extra room in our health in the house with all the planning, getting on the trip took about nine years. And the planes of the air wing were built whenever I needed a break from shipbuilding. Wow. So, yeah, good. good yeah. On Brit, good Brit Mahler. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. Okay, um, I am mentioning here, this is a Facebook link, but uh, IPMS USA, um, they are, Rob Booth posted this to the IPMS USA Facebook page. We've talked about them this too. Um, you know, 
people are starting to talk about since, of course, that editorial came out by the president, the subsequent apology and all that. Um, so uh, Rob Booth posted on the 15th, looking from additional constructive feedback beyond the discussion regarding generational issues, a serious question to this group and others. In addition to the national convention event, what sort of things would you like to see IPMS USA to be able to offer as tangible benefits of membership or activities that would encourage or strengthen your participation? Specific activities, resources, educational content, more social activity, SIGs, etc. Um, email to IPMSSEC at IPMSUSA.org if you'd rather not post publicly. Um, and he's asked other people to share it. And so far, when we're recording, there's 221 comments. And again, for the most part, most of them are pretty constructive. Um, you know, there's not not much silliness. So there's a lot of good ideas here. And it's worth a read. I think it's definitely, yeah. you know, grab a coffee or an alcoholic beverage or whatever, because you're going to spend about an hour, I think, reading through because there's some really good, well thought out posts. And I think this is something other IPMS chapters, national chapters might want to look at as well. Um, definitely worth a read. Uh, yeah. You know, definitely worth your time. I mean, all things considered, that the editorial has generated a lot of useful discussion and, this, and, the, and a fair bit of um uh, not so useful discussion, but the useful stuff is worth, you know, yep. keeping, a, keeping yeah. an and, eye on. And again, that's what I'm pleased about. For the most part, you're not seeing much stupidity. You're getting the odd silly comment, but yeah. not a lot of people raging too much. You know, again, there's criticism. They're saying, I was a member. I'm not. Here is why. Um, and, you know, that's fair. Yep, that's you know, fair. that's what they want to hear. Um so yeah, um, <laughs> the one the first comment replying or the one on top, he had a very well thought out couple of paragraphs, and I think it's at the end. At the end of the day, we need an IPMS version of Martin Luther to come along and post their ninety five points on the e board's proverbial door. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. No, you know, and you know that's that's awesome too. So definitely. Uh, make it worth your time to look. And the last one I put in there was the link to the JAS model shop we were talking about. And then I'm also going to find the link for if you can only keep five models in your stash and we'll post something to our, yeah. our, our group as well, giving credit to the person who originally did it. Okay. I just, I just think it's a great question and, and it, it, it got me thinking and I thought, I thought, Hey, maybe some other guys might want to get thinking yeah. about it. No, I think that's, I think that's awesome. I think I, I think what we should do is for our, our one year build for the club next year, we'll, we'll, we'll basically ask this question in like September because, you know, no one no one from the club listens to our show. We'll ask this question in September. We'll get the results in December. And that's the one year build. There you go. What a great idea. <laughs> I'm sure that will work, right? I'm yeah. sure that will work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a smart idea. Sure. Yeah. All right. So the last word, you got anything else in closing? Nah, I got nothing. Yeah, that's, we where got my, pretty good. that's where my five kits came from. I know. So the last word, we're also sponsored by our good friends, Brett at Return to Kit Form. It's actually his birthday today. I just oh, wish nice. him a happy, happy birthday. birthday this is again on Monday, the 26th. So happy birthday, Brett. Uh, check out their web store, return the number two, kitform.com. If you've got a stack of Valkyrie kits like I do and you need some canopy masks, that's the place to go. Definitely check it out. Long of a lot of cool things. I may have a couple already, but I have a feeling that it's at least one I've got to send an order out to him for. They're great because, you know, who likes masking? No one. 
pain nope. in the ass when you're doing canopies. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely check them out. And again, a happy birthday, belated birthday by the time he hears this. Uh, but check them out as well. More modeling podcast goodness. Check out the other modeling podcasts at modelpodcast.com. Please leave a positive review. And of course, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and our very own website. I do want to remind people we have we have merch, merchandise now. We have merch. We have merch, yes, Jeff. You do. Yes, you do. Redbubble.com. I put a link in the show notes where you can go and get some cool things. I threw a bunch of different things in. We've got mouse pads. We've got desk mats, T-shirts, you know, uh, coffee mugs, stickers. we got a pin, uh, magnets, glossy stickers. You name it, we probably have it. Um, good deals. I've tried to keep the prices as low as I can. It's all print on demand. Those of you that know, uh, know how this works. Uh, if you feel like supporting, we, we get a very tiny, very small cut, but it all helps with the podcast. Check us out. And of course I have mentioned Patreon and buy me a coffee as well. So make sure you check it out. So I'm afraid unless Jeff has a, a, a funny, uh, you know, outro we may not have one he's thinking now see i got him thinking so <laughs> for the scale model podcast episode 120 my name is Stuart clark and and my name is jeff highland reminding you not to let the scale model podcast end without terry measley perfect thank you and <laughs> be well <laughs>